Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is David Turner and I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. We will start the show by thanking our Full Nels crew, the final Full Nels crew of 2020. They are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Richard Sawyer, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, and Fuzzballs. I stuttered towards the end there because I said Gazman when I should have just said Gasman, right? Why do I struggle with that one every week? I don't know. I don't know, but they're the full Nelks crew, and I, I thought, appreciate I, y'all. I thought you were going to say you, you stumbled just because you realised you were getting towards Fuzzballs, and you... <laughs> <laughs> no, Fuzzballs is a great addition to fuzzballs the crew. Exclamation I've got time for yeah, no yeah, I got for, I got time for fuzzballs. Welcome yeah. to the crew, fuzzballs. Uh, you're you're in the elite. Um, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash tcgs um, to support us on Patreon. Various different tiers there. Loads of podcasts. One podcast a month. Uh, but but if you just sign up this month, you get what over a year's worth of bonus shows suddenly in your account. Like a year in, and a half in your it? bank account. Is it a year and a half? Of course yeah. it is. Blimey. Although I suppose we gave Blimey. some of them away for free because of COVID yeah, and stuff. In, yeah, during lockdown one, we gave them all yeah. free. Yeah. And in the next tier up, you can watch last month's Talks Over right this minute um, and be prepared and get prepared for the live Christmas Talks Over we got planned for this this month. So, um, yeah, get involved. Patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Big show big show this week it's essentially the last episode with the normal format of the year um but more importantly we have the draft for the game of the year show that's coming a little bit later but first Hmm. let's get to feedback let's crack on um adam s i'm team james this week team last week uh Sorry, Dave, but the two of you are going on like an old married couple and it's peak TCGS from back in the nasty Dave era and I'm here for it. Uh, cheers, Adam S. I've... Do you mean you're going to be nastier in 2021, Dave? Or, uh... I didn't. I shouldn't have been put in a position where I was nasty then and I don't think I was. <laughs> was I <laughs> nasty last week? Okay. That's the thing. I mean, I I wouldn't say no, that God, you were no, nasty. No, wait, wait. I want to hear from Sean first. What was that, I was that, just going to say, blaming other people for making you act in an abusive way it's a bit it's a bit when, much. when when was i abusive when was i abusive last no, week no i'm just saying no no you, you weren't i'm just saying that if someone's accusing right, you of okay. being nasty and you're saying well you shouldn't have made me be nasty that's <laughs> well let that's me let me qualify let me qualify that okay okay sean yeah. let me qualify that yeah. and then you can if you want to continue with that opinion then that's I fine mean, i mean probably but, not let's go on <laughs> this is clearly referring to the moment where james ki- confronted me yeah. about lying about something he said on the podcast, uh, yes. right? F- firstly, I pointed out that this isn't the time because this come up on, on the talks over, which only our Patreon followers had, yep. had uh, noticed. Secondly, what happened, James? Well, okay, you see, I, I wouldn't say that you were particularly abusive, um, really. I mean, Thank you. You, were, you were quite defensive, I mean, I found, you know, during that conversation, was, which, yeah. was, which was what I found I quite interesting. Um, because I knew for a certain that you weren't entirely sure if you were right either. And I mean, it, tur- it turns out that I might have made a bit of a mistake um, with this. Um, but, right, okay, but it's right. fine. So two things, two, two words I didn't like about that little comment there, James. First being might, right? Because that's, there's no doubt about it now. Second one is a bit of a mistake. 
the, 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 I mean, the right thing to say is it's. I since found out that I made a total balls up of confronting <laughs> Dave there. That surely that's a more accurate thing to say. Well, I, I think it's all degrees, isn't it? It's like it's not. I mean, on on the well, grand in the grand scheme of the podcast, I'd say it's quite a minor, you know, minor mistake to have made. Minor mistake. You came at me and you said, "I oh, you accuse me of doing this." You so the story was. I was making a joke on the talks over where I said to James, you text me, you always like lie. You text me today saying I had my first PS5 crash, but you said on the show last week you had a PS5 crash. And then last week you confronted me and said, I never said that my PS5 crashed last week. I never said that. And what happened? It turns out that I found the clip of you saying... Oh yeah, yeah, my PS5 crashed while playing Blood and Truth. So what I was saying, um, Sean, is that if people perceive me as being abusive towards James in that little segment there, I wouldn't have had to have raised my voice <laughs> and got mad had I not been accused of doing something that 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 wasn't true. Yeah, it was just an error. You know, it was, it was an error. No, I was just an error. Yeah. Just an error is fine. We'll just let that go, shall we? Yeah. It was an error that you, yeah, that you, you know, furiously defended to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I didn't defend an error. James defended the error. No, that's what I'm ja- saying. That's what I'm Sean. saying. Right, okay. All right. Well, when you said Dave there, I thought you were accusing no, sorry, me. I said, I'm so... No, I said to Dave, as in James. I'm yeah. so... <laughs> I'm so on edge why, now. Why so defensive? <laughs> like worried about being accused of stuff that I'm now reacting. Um, I don't like being put in this position, but sucks, I presented my evidence. I think it speaks for itself. It, well, it sucks when you're wrong, James. I don't know how it feels for you, but for when from when you're wrong, like, like it's yeah, it does suck when people are getting it wrong. It sucks. Well, as I said, again, I, I, I don't know how it feels for you. I had an error of, of recall. Was what happened. It's you know it happens sometimes to people. Oh, oh, really I know, cool. but it was say? the fact that you didn't even consider that might be a possibility at the time, James. It was you fully dug in. It was <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what a shame though, because we were saying today James will definitely say something on this show yeah. that would be a better episode title than the draft 2020 <laughs> or whatever. An error of recall is about as good as we've had all year. Yeah, such I'm a shame. Gutted. Such a shame. Should we move on? Go on. Yeah. Garrison uh, Gavin, uh, Savannah. Regarding the working from home discussion... That has- <laughs> I like the gap there where you just thought, nailed it. <laughs> you can just be <laughs> yourself like, going, good shit, I've got okay, it. I've done uh, it. Regarding the working from home discussion, I have to side with Matt on this one. I work as an IT software support and development for a massive UK government IT service. I can't say what it is, not because of anything exciting, just boring media policy. And while we struggled and had issues at the start of COVID, we are now working at least as productively as we were pre-COVID, even though... About 95% of the support and development team for the service are now working from home. I would expect the games development industry to be able to adapt to this as well since they have relatively advanced hardware, software and tech-savvy staff compared to some industries. While COVID will have affected them initially, I would expect them to be in almost business-as-usual position now. I agree with Dave that home working isn't good for everyone, so the best thing is for companies to support people to work in the environment that best suits them. Also, just a quick Valhalla tip for Dave. When you come up to a raid location, you can park the boat without pressing Y and starting the raid, then stealth around scouting and assassinating, and then call your mates with the horn to start the carnage when you're ready. That's ah. what all those sneaky spots in those locations are for. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
I didn't know that. Although I did have, um, I, I think it must have been the same area. Sorry, this is a bit boring, but we're not going to talk about Assassin's Creed later. But I did have one of those moments, right? Quite a few people have mentioned this to me, where you go and do a raid, then you go to the next mission, and the next mission is set in that area you've just raided. So you go back there and everyone's just like respawned and it's like you haven't done anything to the place. And it's like, just don't let me raid it. Take that off the, like, take it off the, don't let me go there until I'm ready to go there. It, I don't know. It's weird. That it, that game does some weird stuff, man. It does some weird stuff, but that was good to hear. And as for the working from home stuff, I mean, yeah, different jobs, different needs, isn't it really? Yeah, different jobs, different um, people, different industries etc it was there was really good um like literally after we recorded our show last week there's a really good episode of the gamesindustry.biz podcast where they did a whole episode just on um yeah the sort of gaming uh sorry game game dev companies shifting to um working from home and some sort of trying to do hybrid models and because it was all about that uh square enix story that we talked about last week um it's really interesting worth a listen well do Graham, thanks, thanks. a while back, a listener compared the new intro music to the uh, to the Art Attack theme, and was roundly mocked. I'm willing to posit that said listener listened to the pod on 1.5 speed because it actually does make the song sound familiar. I think you were right, the listener, and indeed, and indeed, Neil Buchanan, an apology. Good day. Right. Okay. So let's first let's find the Art Attack theme because we got to get this right. I don't think they I sound... don't. Oh, go on. Yeah. Go on. Art Attack theme tune. Right, okay. This is an art attack. I don't think this, this is, is going to work. I don't, no. know. I don't know about you. No, not at all. Here we go. Ooh. I mean, it's a classic. It is. It is yeah. a classic. I've got a lot of time for this theme tune. Yeah. The theme tune's good, but I never liked the show. Right, okay. What's wrong with the show? Didn't like it. It's great. I hate What do you like about it? What's not to like? Do you like it, James? I, I hated those art shows, like Did you like and all that as kind a kid, of stuff. Though? No, not really, because I was terrible at it. Oh, I love James. Is just like, Did you oh, just I hate say people expressing themselves? No, it's because I love you say art. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. James, did you say art shows like Heartbeat? Yeah, yeah, there was another one that you're probably too young for that was with... <laughs> oh, green um, grass. No, no. <laughs> green grass wasn't an artist, mate. He was no, a no, rogue. No. There was another one. Do, do you know? Okay, do you know? If I, if I say the word morph, do you know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to love that show as well. You don't yeah. know that? Even with the. It was all oh. right. It's just, I don't know. I was really bad right. at, art okay, at so, school. So it was. Uh, you know. So we've just heard, we've just reminded ourselves of what the art attack theme is. Yep. This is one and a half speed our theme tune. Ready? Yep. No way! It's a reach, it? It's it's a I'll big tell you reach. What though? It's banging. It's yeah, like that. And <laughs> um, okay, can you start do it again, but in two speed? I want to see what that's like. Two speed, right? And, and then we can do crank it that mother up. <laughs> right, it's as high as it goes. Really? Yeah. Why is it not playing? Can't handle it, baby. Why, it's it's not playing now. I think it's broken. The, <laughs> I think it's sound barrier. <laughs> I was going to say like, how much faster can we play it? And it's like cut to half an hour's time, and then we just play it again. It just goes like. <laughs> I do you know what? what I don't happen? think it plays. I don't think it plays music. What? What? What do you mean? Does what does it that doesn't, mean? 
So if I fast forward to... Oh, no, no, okay, okay, okay. I'm being thick. I'm being thick. <laughs> yeah, that was my mistake there. Ready? Here we go. That's just nice. Yeah, that like is that. That's that's too much. much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's awful, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's only good at normal speed and maybe 1.5 speed. It does not sound like the Art Attack theme tune. Yeah, well, uh, normal so, speed in a day, 1.5 speed after a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Right, we next. had a bunch of emails and I had a few messages from nice people saying... Um, that I shouldn't quit my streams just because I felt a bit rubbish after one stream. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm not really all his messages, but um, a majority of the ones I've received said basically along the lines of, like, I watch you every week and I don't comment, so don't worry about what people might have saying to you because there's plenty more people that are probably watching you don't, just don't even realise. Yeah, I mean, you look, at, you look at the numbers you get when you're streaming and you look at how many people are actually talking in the chat, there's bound to be a lot of people not, not chatting in the chat. Yeah, just so, yeah, yeah, so thank you everyone for the nice messages. I will, it's not like I'm quitting streaming. I'm just having some time off to reassess my opportunities. Um, but it was nice oh, to have that That's what I was going to say. It sounds like yeah, he's the, quitting. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. What does that yeah. mean, Matt? Basically, I got an email from Mixer the other day, and <laughs> it, it sounds legit. <laughs> they want to reboot it. it. They want to reboot it. They need someone. Yeah. They need a figurehead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, want, we want you to play PT. I'm repeat <laughs> just every week. I don't know who that was. It's um, an no, American yeah, who, man. Like, was that head of mixer? E. E. Met Murray. I want yeah, you to bring PT and repeat. I'm the head of mixer, boy. Right, yeah, no, thank you for the messages. I, I do want to get back to it, but you know, have some time off. Uh, Sam, question. I'm, I'm going to... It's not really a question, but anyway. Question. A few weeks ago, I wrote in and I mentioned that I thought the last TCGS Gotti was mishandled. David incredi- incredibly correctly pointed out that I was just projecting that TCGS Gotti meant the best game of the year according to TCGSCO. If it does not mean that, what does it mean? I'm conf- it means I'm it means fighting. It means arguing to try and make... <laughs> your game get further. I mean, as I said, I don't honestly believe the game of the year should be the only game that all four of us have played, but bloody work, didn't it? <laughs> but, but, it won't have an issue. Bloody worked. Well, we'll see. We'll see, Matt. It's going to be an interesting one next year. Next year? Next year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't be bothered this year. Yeah. I'll just go <laughs> whatever you want, boys. <laughs> just tell me which way you want me to vote. Okay. That's how I'm playing it. Uh, Derek. Dear Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Cranky Kong, and Sean. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Should I be offended by that? Like, I don't stick out enough that I can be likened to a Kong. Or maybe I'm just. Funky Kong. Yeah, I'd be Funky Kong. Yeah. Yeah. No. I agree with that. (laughs) Funky Kong. I'm always. I mean, I'm really muscular and I'm always cutting about with my surfboard and my my shades and that. Yeah. So yeah, it's true. Uh, you, you, when I see you, I do think funk. Yeah, man. Have you ever seen? <laughs> so, yeah, it's my favourite right. ASMR parody video that does actually give me ASMR. You've just ruined the funk thing already. You've just I ruined do. the funk thing already. <laughs> you bought up ASMR. Uh, but yeah, after this, Dave, go onto YouTube and search for <laughs> Funky Kong picks you up from the airport. Okay. Oh my god! I will do that. Fucking oh, great. That could also good. be a good episode title. Yeah. We need to stop this. Well, there right, we have competing SEO with the YouTube. 
Yeah. Sorry, Lots of talk last week about the emotional distress caused by 2019's Gotti show. However, there was no mention of Bell's folly early on in proceedings last year. When Sean caved in on Outer Worlds, there was a chance to force Dave into backing Disco Elysium against any game that wasn't one of his picks in exchange. I like to imagine an alternative timeline where a more ruthless Sean did the necessary and Disco Elysium got the award it deserved. This year, I expect everyone to up their tactical game, cross-check achievements, dig up damaging social media posts from 15 years ago, <laughs> threaten to tell Matt's other half about the actual cost of two next-gen consoles and games, send some good whiskey to James ahead of time, play dirty, basically. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, uh, I'm going to say the wrong thing here that might change the course of next week's Game of the Year show, or in terms of when we're recording it, next week's Game of the Year show. But Sean reminds me of an art teacher at a sports day <laughs> they're like, well, you tried your best. <laughs> like everyone else is like, come on, let's have it, let's have it. And Sean's like, well, I gave it a good go, didn't I? I gave it a bloody good go. I, I, I showed up, didn't I? Sure. I fucking showed yeah, up. What do you want? Sure, they went out in the first round, but you know, I really gave the games that I like the respect they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing with no, Derek's really plan to win it, Sean. is if I had done that deal with Dave, he'd have cashed it in on an earlier round. He wouldn't have saved it until the very final round and then voted against a game he, had, he loved anyway. And... You don't know me. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. Don't try and predict we'll where I know, go with things. We'll never know, but I'm going to convince myself of a version of events that it upsets me the least. So, <laughs> Do you know, I Amen was thinking, right, what happens if we all decide to close the show down, right? If, mm. it, to, when we get to the point where we're going, we're done with the show, we've got an end date, we're done, right? And it's the last game of the year show, and we know all know that it's the last game of the year show. Yeah, I've got a feeling that's an eight-hour episode. <laughs> I've got a feeling where literally, like, if we say we're going to end in February, we wouldn't bother. After that game of the year show, we'd be done because we all hate each other. I, that's where I see this ending, this podcast. That's where I see it going. It would be eventually. a good way to go, though, wouldn't it? It would be brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be, it'd be a lovely one. It'd be a lovely old drag. <laughs> Go on then. Brian B. Brains. That's, that's oh, boy. Can you make my sure boy, James never plays anything he likes again? <laughs> Hearing him happy about playing Miles Morales just didn't sit right. Also, he said the word tight repeatedly during his rundown. <laughs> Proper did me in. Also, what the fuck kind of crack has Sean been smoking? Cum jokes over the dinner table? People that have involuntarily sexual dreams with other people are sleazy. Bella must have beamed down from somewhere. If he ever did go on a bender, the carnage would make national news. Proper mad lad in waiting. Matt and Dave, I think you're safe. I don't think you're safe. Uh, I'm listening. Keep up the good work. Brian B. Brains. Brian B. Brains. Brian, I don't... I don't get... I, I'm pretty sure I'm safe. I don't care. But secondly, that might be my favourite email of the year. That might be my favourite email of the year. I mean, to be clear, was, to be clear, was I wasn't suggesting com jokes over the dinner table. That's a bit extreme. I was just no, saying, just, just, you, well, were ex- you were just, just a lovely family ball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not even just the family. It was the dad telling cum jokes in front of their like their kids oh, and you, the wife. You're saying that. as if it, like I'm suggesting like standing up and going right, kids. Here's something you'll find funny. <laughs> <laughs> just in the context of Jackbox party pack. <laughs> but uh, when you said that, okay. I kind of got the idea okay. of you saying it to like be like a cool, edgy dad. Yeah, like, so I mean, just like, you know, like the like, t shirt. Yeah, I'm on the same wavelength with you, you know, semen and that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
She likes to be a bit rude. Last week's show. Yeah. Which, no, which of like, us like, would be most likely to be the cool, like, the person who was trying to be the cool, edgy dad? I mean, I think that's, I, I think it's me, me, isn't right? it? I think that's <laughs> what I've unwittingly <laughs> revealed. Say cum jokes. I'm I mean, just you'd saying, be bottom of the list, James. There's no way we'd we think you'd try and be the cool, edgy dad. <laughs> I'm just saying, the, you can I do said, the one. Week, you're the most nineties, eighties dad I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. You know what I mean? You could do tutting the, and sighing. Do the t-shirt one, and just draw a spunking cock once, and just see how the kids <laughs> oh, take. <for> fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. Okay, we need to move on. Imagine if this is your first episode. Yeah, imagine if this apologize. is your first episode. You see well, what? Because what's happened is, right? I no, made, I made a Sean. I think you should. Stop. I made a bad, inappropriate joke on the last episode, and I thought, Do you know what? I'll make it okay by just carrying on with it. <laughs> and now it's been brought up and again. Lo- I've just made it even worse. Um, also, it I wasn't like saying that people who have involuntary sexual dreams are sleazy. It's just, it just feels a yeah, bit. I mean, you said that word for word. Yeah, I didn't say sleazy. Um, did you say sleazy? I mean, well, I mean, I I'm think... not going to argue because I know you'll dig up the clip and we know how that ends. <laughs> but... yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just admit it. No, I'm just saying personally, it makes me feel a bit weird. That's all. Okay, but you, all you right, can't. Okay, you, but like, where what happens in the brain? You can't change. It's just no, I know. That's episode. Matt's been like, but it happens to me every night, and I'm fine. What's the? <laughs> yeah, but what is what you doing? Your dream, in like, the... well. It wasn't my fault. I was asleep. It's like when Jill moans when I snore in my I know, sleep. But, I know, but is there not I'm a asleep. bit of you that's like, oh, God, what if this is, this is like a repressed real thing? This is fascinating, Sean. Do you worry about this Like after you've had a dream? Uh, depends. <laughs> Usually not. I mean, I've sort of... One thing I've come to terms with over the last sort of five years is, you know, not really owning every stupid thought that comes into your head. But yeah, when it's like a really vivid dream, do you know, does that, not, does that never unsettle sure. you? If you had a, a no, sleazy, really. dr- sleazy in inverted commas dream about Cal Vorderman, would you would you wake up and say no? I've and I need to tell news. you something. You know, well, not Rachel no, no, Wright because we know what she's like, but her predecessor. Let, let's anyway. move on. Yeah, can we please? Let's move uh, on. Six Squid underscore Games. <clears throat> Read a talented Mister Farley this holiday. Some of us Christmas-loathing listeners of a show getting together over Zoom to recreate our favourite programme, Nightmare. We wanted to extend an invitation to Dr. Farley, seeing as he not only shares similar contempt for the season, but also has skills we sorely lack. His impressive riddle-solving abilities and a finesse he uses to answer stick-drift issues would make him perfect for the show. Personally, I can't believe Dr. Farley hasn't appeared on Nightmare before, but then again, I think he would have been in graduate school at the time. Regardless, any helmeted contestant is safe from becoming goblin fodder with the Bishop of Canterbury on their team. We'll work around your schedule, Dr. Farley, but if this is all at all request, we will not say no to a photo of you dressed up as Lord Fear so that we can use as a Zoom background. Well, we, we've had, we, we, we've repeatedly said up your game to the listeners, and I think they've all waited to this week. I don't understand this email at all. You're running out of time, team. Well, James, I, I, basically, would you Spurcast. dress up like, like Nightmare Man and send a picture to Six Grid Games? No. Um, but you see, also, <laughs> the, the other thing with this is I read that, and I've, I've got to be clear about this. I don't hate Christmas. I just don't like celebrating it ridiculously early. <laughs> don't like Christmas. Just don't, you don't like Christmas. Just don't like, just don't like too much of it. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I like it to be wait, wait. about two weeks long. That, that that's about out. how long yeah. it should be. Okay. James, you understand why people think that you hate Christmas, right? <laughs> no, I don't. For starters, 
right, for starters, all you do is moan about it. Secondly, you said when we were talking about growing up and having Christmas, you said you hated it because you had to keep going around <laughs> your grandparents. Yeah, it was that. And to the point where you would you would hide outside their house in the car, trying to eke out the moments that you didn't have to be inside, right? It's true. <laughs> You've not yeah. said one nice thing about Christmas and the festive period. Also, James, on Instagram this week, there was a nice picture of, you know, family putting up decorations and you, your, the, the comment, the, 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 the caption was, I guess it's time to decorate. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> no, I it was, wasn't it? Me. Guess it's time to decorate. I mean, I, for, I was you know, not in favour of that happening of the at Lord that point. And all that shit. But there's nothing I could do about it. It's just you know the, they want to do it, so you have to let them do it. And it's, but I still think it's you, too early. I still think it's too Christmas. early. It's far no, you're too right, early. James. You're right, James. I am really surprised that our listeners think you hate Christmas. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> I've uh, just seen the next email. Fuck me. Hack on Lingstad. To the merry men of the TCGS family, I'm with Farley on the issue of Christmas. If you start oh, celebrating too early now, it's just going to get even worse next year. Norwegian stores already start selling Christmas fizzy drinks at the start of October. I can imagine it's just as bad as in the UK. Stay strong. Don't let lockdown go to your heads. And that's also the thing. Christmas games, I think Heave Ho should be brilliant. Grabby fun for a bunch of teenagers. It has limbs, it has limbs in all the right ways, none of the wrong places. Um, well, wide Christmas aside... Spunk jokes don't seem very festive to me, not to mention family friendly. I've only heard my dad say the word sex once, and the way he pronounced it <laughs> made it sound like he was talking about biscuits. <laughs> All the best, Akon <laughs> Quam Lingster. What I had, I, oh, I, I love that. I had a sex. I had a sex this morning. I <laughs> sex with my teeth. I've never heard my my parents ever use that word. So what, yeah. sex. Yeah, never. Um, I don't know if don't, I, I don't James sit down with your mum and dad and be like, "Look, can we? Can you explain this to can me? Can we please? talk about sex? <laughs> Just say the word sex. Yeah, I want to record it. Shout it's, it in my it's, face. It's for the show. It's fine. <laughs> I did. I did once when I asked my dad why he didn't like do the whole. You know, like parents oh, sometimes God. do the talk. You know, like what about the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They never. Yeah, but I never. Like, had that I, I never received that. I never got that. Yeah, my and parents are shy. Because I asked my dad once, I was like, why didn't you like tell me? And he was just like, I thought you knew it, knew everything. It's fine. And that, <laughs> I thought, yeah, you, thought you were a, a bit of a smart all over ass. the place, mate. You were... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were amongst it. <laughs> <laughs> little, little James Farley. James, I'll tell, um, tell you why I didn't tell you. Because you've got two kids, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> presumed you'd figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think no, I, I mean, our, our parents' generation is just weird about this stuff, aren't they? Yeah, oh, I de- I definitely didn't have the talk. No, I learned about it at school. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no, no talk. And even, and even then, it was like you, you do what? <laughs> I know, but saying that, but thinking about having a talk now as a dad is not something that I ever want to do. I, do I you know, I'll tell you what, that. I've done that recently. And oh, yeah. Okay, let's move on. We, we, don't we need should to probably wait. Yeah, I'll tell you about it on the Patreon show. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> look at that. He's a business savvy, isn't he? That is brilliant, James. I know, I know, I know how to <laughs> ration out my children's milestones for cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt is really you know, rubbish. I want to kill the man. I'll tell you on the Patreon show. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, James will be saying, actually, I don't fancy streaming anymore. Uh, the chat was getting on my nerves See, a bit. They're saying all this like, now. But this is the kind of thing where Matt would have said this to me after the show if I hadn't mentioned it. So, you know, it's true. 
No, you, you don't. What you did just there is that you took my joke and then made it serious point. And uh, okay, yeah, let's it, just let's, it let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, last one here. I like to as a Tom Doughty or or Doughty. I think anyway. Uh, I like to jump in and defend the news gherkin, uh, news goblin. <laughs> but I like news gherkin actually. And News Goblin, uh, replaying the Phoenix Wright games. I myself also play the trilogy every so often, and I don't see how it isn't any different compared to rewatching films or rereading books. Phoenix Wright was never about discovering the culprit. It was either explicitly told or most times rather obvious. Uh, rather, it's in the thrill of absolutely prove, uh, proving their guilt and uncovering their lies. The writing and English translation is top-notch, and I cannot help but smile every time I replay the trilogy when you're reunited with Dick Gumshoe or Miles Edgeworth. Such great characters. As all of you, except Matt, know the music is also sublime. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one time. Uh, for new listeners, Matt, we, Matt played that game on mute. That oh, was one time on the phone. What, I played it on the 3DS, <laughs> or, or, or the, free, the DS, whatever, with the sound. Obviously, it's just one the, actually maybe the worst I don't know how I've ever done it okay <laughs> with a new okay, Phoenix cool. Wright game unlike the anytime soon the fact that this trilogy is some of the greatest games of all time okay barring the clown case from the second game is easily available James the Professor Farley is clearly a man of good taste and he has my full support in replaying these timeless classics um well, let's hear from James first go on oh, it's right it's, it is like it, it's like going back to like an old book or something like that over and over again. I just enjoy it. It's it's a good game. Yeah. It just I mean, it just made me laugh because obviously there's I mean, yeah, you know, are they mysteries? Yeah, I mean, I, I know no. like the you know, yeah, who did it is pretty much obvious, but it's it's the the way it weaves through to that final point and the twists and stuff of you presenting evidence. And it just I don't know, for me that's a big part of the thrill of it and then if I basically know what's going to happen, that would largely be gone for me, I think. But usually, my, my point see, my I've, point I've, is this: usually, what I do though is I, I only replay them every couple of years, and I've usually forgotten some of the detail by that point, and so it's yeah, not so no, bad. that's fair enough. My my point is this: um, I agree, you know, initially when I was listening back, I thought, oh no, it's kind of like rewatching a film or reading a book. But then, books take a few hours to read, uh, films, you know, a few hours. We're talking like fifteen to twenty hour games <laughs> back to back several times. Over and over, like once you go, yeah, I see why you played all those games. Twice you go, yeah, I could see why you would replay all them. There's loads of stuff. Every other year, uh, why? <laughs> why is this happening? That's where I'm at. Speaking. No, James, Dude, just I want to shut I down. Can, Brilliant. Can, can, Thank you. Uh, let's move on again, to the news. Again, right? You give me about ten seconds, like not even that, about two seconds before you're like, "Oh, you're not going to answer that, are you?" It's like it's ridiculous. You it's give, like you come you to the end of your ten thought. seconds of silence. No, no, you you come to the end, you come to the end of your of your thought, and then you you just say, "Oh, you're not going you're not going to answer or whatever." It's ridiculous. You don't give me any time to respond at all. Oh come on! It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It's weird when it happens. You can give me even a couple of seconds. You can give me longer than like a second before you do it. (laughs) Okay, all right, sure. I'll give you longer than a second next time. Uh, Is that it for feedback, Matt? Yeah, that is a feedback. But just while we're on the subject of the news goblin, I've got an amazing (laughs) bit of artwork that I'm now going to post in in our WhatsApp, and this will be on social tomorrow or next couple of days. This is the work of uh, Gasman, Gaz our, our very own Full Nails member, and uh, and someone he's worked with, an actual illustrator, to. Oh my create god, this it's incredible! 
this genuinely piece of incredible artwork featuring the news <laughs> goblin, featuring loads of references to the show, <laughs> a pod over the years. It's, it's just an absolute sublime <laughs> bit of work. Oh my god, that's wonderful! So, yeah, this, th- this will be on social tomorrow. You, you're listening to us now. You, you you will know it when you see it. But it'll be on Twitter and Instagram, all the usual bits. But yeah, uh, absolutely amazing bit of work, Gasman and and uh, whoever you worked with to get us done. It's just, it's just, it's just. Yeah, this, is, this is this is a hard thing to talk about, but the writing on the wall, James, is that real? It is real. Yeah, I'm just having a look. What's it say? I'm just having a look. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read it all. Hang on, let's have a look. It's a bit pixelated. Let's have a look. I'll have to have a look at that. Let's, <laughs> let's have a look. Let's have a look. Well, I'll have to have a look at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No shit. I've got, I'd love to know if there's a reference in that clock as well, because there's a time there that looks very specific, and I bet it's a reference to something we yeah, said on I, the I show. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, well, it's not half past ten when James would normally be asleep. And I was, I was like, going to say, and it's, and it's not 12 minutes past nine when he starts his streams either. No. Okay. Yeah. So thank what, you ever so much, Gazman. Yeah, um, that's a, a, absolutely incredible uh, bit, bit of work. So thank you. Um, and that's <laughs> it for feedback. Obviously, this is the, the last bit of feedback for the year because next week's show is a Gotti show. So you, you can leave us feedback if you want. Go to tcgs.co/slash dtcgs and we'll read that out in the new year. Cool. Let's get on to the news then. Over to the news goblin. It's James been, Farley. It's been a brief week. There's not been that much happening. Been a brief week. It's I don't been know seven days, mate. Okay. The same week terms... as every other week. I know, I know, but in terms, in <laughs> no, terms of usual, sure, <laughs> <isn't they>? sure? <laughs> fucking hell, it should be it should be Tuesday, but it's actually uh, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, there's not there's not been a lot that's happened this week, no. so there's not much. Um, the the main thing, I guess, is we got sales figures and stuff, and I know everyone loves these. <laughs> um, basically for for November, so PS5 came out top um, for the console sales. There was apparently it was nine hundred thousand consoles were sold in the UK during November, and this was for like up until uh, November twenty eighth. And this is the reason this is apparently a big deal is because it's the eighth biggest month for console sales like for a very long time, like since two thousand thirteen, uh, when the PS4 and Xbox One received some big shipments or whatever. But anyway, the most successful machine of the month was the PlayStation Five, and the Switch was second. And this was. Did anyone else find this this article? Because this was on GameIndustry.biz, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anyone else find this article really strange? How so? I mean, I was surprised. Yeah. That I'm surprised that um, that Switch was still second place. Honestly, that that did surprise well, me. This is it. I mean, they don't mention Xbox sales at all in there. No, it's there's no mention of it. No, well, they must. The thing is, do they know them? Because you know, Microsoft don't release like numbers, do they? But they must. No, these are coming from retail, aren't they? Though, so presumably retail no. So yeah, and presumably if they had those numbers, the story would be Switch and PlayStation outsell the new Xbox mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> and also, are Xbox Series S and X being counted separately in this tally? Are the PS5 and the PS5 Digital being um, counted separately? No, I, I bet they'll, they'll be the same, I bet. Yeah, I agree. I do think they'll be the same because, Matt, as we know, they're an equivalent console. But we're talking the X and the S. Is that going to be separated? Mm. It's well, it's- I, it's, <clears throat> It was a real strange article that I thought had a nice headline. But I'd like to know why Xbox isn't mentioned at all. Because I think if more well, is, switches, but, yeah. 
Go on. Where is it mentioned? Well, no, it's it's there's okay. So Xbox stuff is mentioned because they also talk about accessories, and you can get an idea probably of where Xbox is on the list. I think with maybe the attach rate of like accessories and everything for it. Um, because if you I, look, hmm? well, no, when you consider that the console accepts accessories from the previous gen console, whereas the PS5 doesn't, I don't think you can. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. You're probably right about that. But. The what, thing what, is, what I would say is that um, I think it's a massive story if the Switch outsold both the X and S combined. Um, but then to did. announce that they're second, it's weird. I, I, it doesn't tell me enough to, for, any, for anything to go on this article. Well, anyway, I mean, okay, I, let's go into a bit more of the detail. So Switch was second, um, but this was for only the third time in two years. And it was a big month for them because their hardware hardware sales were up 96% over the previous four weeks. And yep. basically, Switch hardware sales are up 63.1% year on year. So It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. What a crazy so year that console's had. It's doing very, very well. I mean, it's doing very, very well. Um, but then also, like in terms of um, like the software, uh, it has it, um, for box games, 2.38 million games were sold in the UK last month. Uh, Switch games were the most popular of the month, accounting for nearly 35% of all games sold, followed by the PS4. And uh, then Nintendo was the top publisher of the month, you know, because they had strong sales of like Animal Crossing, Mario Kart 8, um, Super, uh, wow. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. This is why, like, they're never going to release another Mario Kart on the Switch, because they don't <laughs> need to. There's no yeah. reason why yeah. they would do that because all of these games, yeah. and this has always been the strength that Nintendo's had like over many, many generations, is they have like what they call like these evergreen titles, don't they? Which are yeah. like ones where people buy the machine and then it's like, okay, well, I want to pick up like a Mario Kart and like Mario game, whatever. And they're there, you know, sitting there waiting for them. So, yeah, it does Just stick well. out an F Zero then. Who cares? Just stick out an F Zero then. <laughs> Shut me up. <laughs> Shut me up for a bit. <laughs> So, we all want it. We all, we all want the opportunity the to shut me up. Like, I, I know Nintendo clearly have their own thoughts about where the franchise is, given they're not releasing one, but I can't see an F-Zero bombing. Or no, am I in the minority there? No, yeah, I, I think it, know. There's, a, there's a base anymore? level of support that a new F-Zero will get. I don't think it'd be anything close to Mario Kart, though. And no, but, no, 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 no. Sorry, I know you're not, not, not saying that, but, it's just, it's but then Mario Kart is like ridiculous, but it was still yeah. still sell like you know way more than in a sort of semi equivalent on any other console because it's F Zero I four. I mean, yeah. maybe I'm out of touch. To be fair, Harry stuck on Mario Kart eight this morning, and I looked at it, and I just thought, my god, that game is so good, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like it's it still is. so fucking good. Uh, just a little, like I just wish if we ain't getting a new Mario Kart, stick out a bunch of new tracks for it. Just do something with it. Give me something. No. I mean, it, it's yeah. interesting. Right, you're it, more, reckon, come on. Because, right, obviously, you know, people work at Nintendo and they're not doing nothing. So do you think they've, like, are they just partway through working on a new Mario Kart? Do you think they've basically nope. finished it, but they're just sitting on it? Until the time on right. I bet they're not working on it. Come on, they'll be working. They'll be working on like stuff on Breath of the Wild two and all that kind of thing. They're not. They, but, they don't seem to be a company. It's not which, the same team. I'm, I'm assuming that there are many teams in that company. Yeah, definitely there are. But I, I don't think that. They, but they don't seem to work on like loads of games at the same time, and that's mm. why we get like a release schedule every year of about three games usually. It would be pretty good if that? when the Switch Pro gets announced, the launch games are Breath of the Wild two and a new Mario Kart. 
Yeah, it won't be. Yeah, they they go, here we go, another four years yeah. of this. Let's go and like <laughs> sell Mario Odyssey 10, 20 million copies and then yeah. Switch yeah, yeah, Pro yeah. 2. Have I play for the World 3? New Mario Kart. <laughs> there's, there's way more chance you'll get another Mario Odyssey than there would be another Mario Kart. Because I just... Um, I'd take that. Yeah. You reckon? I'd take that. Yeah, I've been playing that game. No, no, I, I no, no. I mean, it's an amazing right game, there. but I'm saying, like, you reckon there's more chance of another... Obviously, there was another 3D Mario coming, because that's just how it works, but you reckon there's more chance of that in the near in the near future than a new Mario Kart? Definitely. Yeah. They only ever I released one Odyssey Mario Kart. I would be... Sorry, I, yeah. I, 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 think, um, I think an Odyssey 2 would be... As I said, though, James, it's a little bit of a, a sore point that you're saying they only ever release one Mario Kart each generation. I know, and it was on but... the Wii U, I know, but no one bought that, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, I know, it's so annoying. It's just yeah, weird, yeah, because and... they've, obviously Nintendo are sort of flirting with um, slightly more aggressive microtransactions and stuff. Oh, hello, the dog's here. I left the gate shut, yeah, we can but hear my, that. my wife has opened it, so I'm just I'm blaming her. Hi, Mara. Um, yeah, um, like they've obviously you know some of their newer titles, the microtransaction stuff, or you know monetization, whatever, has started getting a bit weirder and a little bit more cynical. So it is strange that they haven't just gone. Actually, yeah, fuck it, more Mario Kart eight tracks. And I know they don't need mm. to, but they could, and it's free money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and but but I think James is right. I, I I think what would stop them doing a Mario Odyssey two? Like it makes so much sense that they don't have to change the system. The, the way it controls is unbelievable. Some new levels and new ideas and that. I mean, I'm sure that's still a hell of a lot of work. But all of the sort of base level stuff's done for them. Makes total sense to me, and they've done but it. You in the could past. say that with Mario Kart. I mean, a lot of their games, can you? You could, you could. Um, I, yeah, I, mean, but I, I thought th- we're much closer to know Mario Kart, given the Switch version was a port of the Wii U version. So, yeah, but the Nintendo are treating the, the Wii U. I thought, okay, well, maybe they'll spend more time doing that, but who knows? Who but knows? You Nintendo can't say treat the Nintendo, Wii U as if it never existed. So it's just that's <laughs> that's why <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, that's why we've had most of the Wii U's games released on the Switch. I mean, we'll <laughs> you know, know we'll know when they're really scraping the barrel when they when they release Star Fox on it, like on the Switch. That'll be the you know the, <laughs> yes, the Wii U version because that was happen, not great. Yeah, yeah. That'll be the, that'll be the thing. <laughs> um, right, anyway, cool. bit, so the biggest selling new game of the month was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and uh, the other biggest uh, game in the charts was uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, which reached wow. I mean it reached number four um, primarily on PS Five. Um, but yeah, it was apparently the biggest PS5 launch game. But also, another I mean, year of people saying that Activision should give Call of Duty a rest for a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> another year where they're the biggest selling game of the month. You know what I mean? It's um, yeah. that ain't going to happen anytime soon. And then they also had some what the accessories have been sold as well. I mean, the best selling ones were the DualSense, um, the Pulse 3D headset, which you can't get anywhere. I've never seen that for sale anywhere. And uh, the, also the PS4 DualShock as well. Like it was was. You know, sold a lot as well for some some reason. You'd be gutted if you try to play that. Unhappy in, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the new Xbox controllers debuted at number four and number five for Shock Blue and Carbon Black, and number nine for Robot White. And uh, yeah, I um I am starting to lean towards actually the black one looks nicer than the white controller now. But uh, but I've let Harry use the black controller. You scratched it to shit already, uh. so I'm not going. I'm not switching, which is uh, a shame. But yeah, nice pad, nice pad. Okay, all right, let's go. Okay, uh, Casey Hudson and Mark Darrow have uh, departed Bioware. Uh, they've gone. 
So this was general manager okay, Casey yeah. Hudson and Dragon Age executive producer Mark Dara have left Bioware. Um, Samantha Ryan's going to continue to oversee Bioware as the SVP of mobile, Maxis, and Bioware at, B- at EA. And then they're going to look for a new general uh, manager uh, instead. Um, so also uh, this guy from Blizzard, uh, who's Bioware, Austin. This guy. Yeah. What? <laughs> Again, imagine this is the news. Also, there was this guy who was working for someone else. Stu- he was the studio director. Christian Daly is going to take over leadership on Dragon Age. Um, he's going to become the executive producer. So, anyway, Laura Meal, who's the um, person at EA who's in charge of a lot of things, um, she said... <laughs> Fucking hell. It is news. News that you're reading to children, isn't it? <laughs> this is Newsbeat on Radio 1. Do it reminds so me there of? was this guy. Do he was in charge of a lot of things, and he's gone now. <laughs> on. Made no, it reminds games. me of one time I had News Round on, and this is like when I was too old to actually be watching it. I was just channel hopping. And there was there was a story about something to do with FIFA, right? The organisation, something like football related. <laughs> And there's, there's like yeah. a little ticker at the bottom that explains some of the terms and stuff now. And it just came up, said like, FIFA is football's bosses or something like that. And I was like, that's James, that's what he does. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. It's, um, it's also like, I've, I've found this really irritating. I don't know if you have, but when they're talking about the vaccine coming in, right? Mm-hmm. When the, the scientists and the government are talking about the vaccine coming in, why can't they just say, look, you know, we need to get to 70% vaccination that's when we can start lifting restrictions and stuff. Um, instead, they're going, to put it in football terms, we're 1-0 up in the first half. <laughs> it's a bit nervy, and you're just kind of, mate, I'm not a child. <laughs> just what, just say you can't go out to pubs yet. You're not allowed. I'll <laughs> do. We're, the cavalry is coming over. That's not even relatable, Boris. <laughs> oh, God, you know when the cavalry is coming over the hill. You know, you, yeah, we've all we've all been over the hill, and then ah, oh, there's the cavalry. Yeah, I'm chasing the foxes. We all know what that's yeah. like. Come on, guys, fuck off. God, let's go. <laughs> So she said, when I think about Bioware's future and the next generation of talent in place, I could not be more confident or optimistic. As we look to the studio's future and the projects currently under development, the next generation of Bioware talent is leading the studio forward and working on some incredible games that I know you'll be excited to experience in the coming years. Yeah. Buy them, Microsoft. Go out there and buy them. What, EA? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, not EA. <laughs> just Bioware. Buy Bioware off of the EA. I think EA would be happy and then to bring let them out go. like this the rate. best Mass Effect ever. Get that done. Um, oh god, imagine! I'd love it if Bioware turned it around and brought out like just an incredible Mass Effect game. I mean, it's, it's quite. I'm just reading the, one of the likely. quotes from Mark Dura's post that ends with, "I don't know what's next for me, but I'm excited to find out." Just as I'm excited to find out what Dragon Age now becomes, I mean, oh. that, doesn't that sound like good fucking luck with Dragon Age, yeah. Dickens? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turns yeah. out to be yeah. like your bunch it's, of. It's going to be at the Game Awards, though, isn't it? I heard. Is it? Which is yeah. this Thursday? Yeah. Oh my god! Excitement. Very excited. Yeah, just can't, let that sink wait. in. We were to just letting that sink in for a little bit. Then I mean, we've seen <laughs> a couple of the screenshots from that, right? And it did look. Stunning, just for, well, like the it, sheer it was details. The art. It wasn't the screenshots. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, who knows? I, 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 it would be really nice if the new Dragon Age was good, but if it's not, it will fucking bury 
Bioware. And and I can't even... And this is horrible to say because there's probably tons of talented people working there. But at this point, I don't think I'd even be that sad. It's been so long since the last great Bioware game. Um, it's just a shame, isn't it? Sean, have you not heard they're re- reworking Anthem? <laughs> yeah. It's coming back, hear about Sean. It, hear about it it's coming week. back. Yeah. Um, but again, <laughs> yeah, James, but again the world's biggest Anthem fan. <laughs> but again, I'd love it if they sorted Anthem out. But the, the stuff that they've done or talked about just doesn't even seem to get it. You know, it doesn't seem no, to be no, fundamentally addressed. I thought that new UI looked good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, let's move on. Come on. Okay, last story. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie is expected to start production in March. And yeah, there's also other film news because Oscar Isaac might be Solid Snake in a Metal Gear Solid film that is going to be made one day. Um, yeah. yeah. Who's Oscar Isaac? Who's Oscar Isaac? He's yeah, got no. I'm t- look, Jane, Sean. I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible. Poe Dameron, with names. mate. Sean, he has Poe Dameron. Yeah. He's also X Machina. Oh, Poe from June. He's what? in tons of Poe from Star- stuff. the Star Wars. Yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, got, got a lot from of time the Star Wars Poe. universe. Yeah. No, I mean Oscar Isaac <laughs> is an amazing actor, and I am very up to f- for seeing what it could what it could do with Solid Snake. Surely you know how uh, I watched all the Star Wars films and turned into like a massive fan of the series. Yeah, yeah. It's just like been ebbing away day by day. <laughs> now it's it's like, like a muscle. You've got to uh, flex it. Right. Get the Mandalorian on. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mandalorian's so good. good. Mandalorian's fucking mental. I need to watch that. I watched like the first four episodes and it dropped off. But I, um, I was thinking actually the other day, um, th- there's an episode recently that you're not going to like. Oh, of... right. Okay, well, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, don't, we can don't skip that one. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, though. Yeah. yeah. That's going to start. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I really so... enjoyed it. The second one's going to be terrible. Guaranteed. It's going to start filming. That's a David Turner guarantee. It's going to start filming in March next year. And for some reason, it's got the. Co- okay, I know why it's got this code name, because it's codenamed Emerald Hill, which is obviously the first level from Sonic 2. But mm. why has it got a code name? Like, we all know it's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. Or maybe, that make any sense. maybe they're is, not calling it that. Maybe they're calling it something else. No. I guess. But uh, is yeah. Jiminy Carroll in it? Jim Carrey is in it. Uh, there's is no, it? there's no casting info like on on this article, so I've no idea. Shame. Yeah, so he's got to be but, in it, right? Yeah, he's I, mean, got to I, be I in think it. he he's did that say film. that he would love to do another one. Well, when this one, when the yeah, first but one, they came all out, say that. He's saying that while biting his bottom lip and rubbing his two fingers together with his thumb. Going like, give me the cash, baby. <laughs> like, that's what it is. They don't show him the goods, mate. Yeah, Forget I, about I'm, it. I will definitely watch that. The first one, so I really enjoyed it. I mean, I kind of went in with low expectations, but... I loved it. Really, I it really enjoyed it. And, yeah, the final scene, I was like, oh, yeah, the sequel, bloody hell, let's go. Did, yeah, you, watch so, it? Um, Did you watch it in the end, Sean? I didn't, it no. Was- I should do oh, that. How? It's, watch it's it over Christmas. Yes, like, everyone will love it. Just watch it over Christmas, yeah. Well, it's like I say, it's, Isaac's still a bit too young. Um, like, he was too young for Detective Pikachu, but he loves Pokemon, so he's able to just watch that and be like, oh my God, it's real Pokemon. But he's he's got nothing for Sonic, so I don't know. Well, he's, he's, he, this he, might be the thing that changes it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. he's... he's um, yeah, because Harry hated Sonic until he watched the film, <laughs> and then he really loved it. No, but like, I, don't go into it. Actually, you know, we're saying, oh, it's really good. Actually, it's really good. Don't go into it thinking that because yeah, you'll be yeah. massively disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, we all went into thinking this is going to be the worst piece of shit ever to grace the screen. You, you go into it just thinking, yeah, uh, this this, but, this is this potentially could have been dreadful. 
and yeah. it's uh, <laughs> yeah. and it's I'll, not. I'll, and it was, I'll put it on, and it was okay. I'll put it on, yeah, and I'll just think. I hope this is fine. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's that's about as good as you can hope for. Yeah. Uh, okay, is that it for the news? That's it. There's nothing else. God damn. Blimey. Here we go. What you've been playing? What you were, we're rushing towards the draft. That's what it is. We're over it. Trying to get it out of the way. We're rushing towards the draft. <laughs> I should say as well, we've got a hell of a lot of questions to get to. So yeah, yeah. um, uh, we are going to address it like uh, so many times recently. You know, through the whole launch of these new consoles, the build-up and all that sort of stuff, we've got to the end and we're like, we'll do two questions. Yep. So it'd be nice to nice to finish this episode off with a good old questions section. Matt, what have you been playing this week? Uh, played a bit more Hades. Uh, still loving it. Still haven't, I haven't really played hardly any compared to the week before. Uh, still haven't escaped, but uh, I'm still playing that. But mostly... Have you got out of Elysium yet? No. I've I, I only played, I think, actually once, actually, and I got back to Elysium... Got and I died in the chamber just before the um the 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 ball boss. Well, I've only had that like one night, like an hour or so. Really, I haven't played much really. So uh, that's that. But mostly, I got big grin on my face just you saying that. I got big grin on my face there. Why? I like that. Oh, because it's the expectation. Mm. You, you you're expecting something, and that's what the game does so well. Yeah, you're sitting there going, "Oh, the chamber just before the next, uh, before the boss," and I died there. Mm. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> the game flips you all the time, man. I can't wait for you to get a little bit further into that. Yeah, me so too. Clever. Um, but the other game I'm playing is FIFA. The next-gen <laughs> patch dropped, didn't it, David and James? <laughs> it, it did. It dropped early. I don't, don't yeah. really know why. They, they released um, it day early, just to be nice, I guess. What a strange thing that is. Um, so I downloaded it. But it I don't know why they did this like i've i assume it's just a pr move but at the same time they've pissed off a lot of people because when we were playing pro clubs in the week we all had to start from scratch and it's horrible starting from scratch in that game you know your players feel crap they're slow they don't control the ball you know sort of like all artificial artificially holding you back you know what i mean and we're looking at it and going, this just doesn't look or feel any different. Like everything about the menus, the gameplay, the visually, it barely does anything new. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just going, why did you just not do it? Like you could have just not done it. And then I could have carried on with my stats. Like yeah. why have I got, it's just like someone coming and resetting your game. That's all it was. And it's, it's horrific. Uh, Sean as well right mm-hmm. so the way it works you start off with basic stats and then you earn stats through playing games it doesn't matter if you win or lose it just gives you a certain amount uh, based on how many games you've played and then you add them to your player right the thing is you could just quit out and that counts as a game being played so the amount of games we played on that first night where you get matched up with a team and they score an own goal and then quit and then you're back in the menu thankfully Thankfully, the loading is insanely better now because everyone that you're playing against is playing on an X-Gen console, right? I mean, the loading so, is the loading so quick that basically when you you press to you know yes to play the game and just the loading screen before the game loads before like the match loads, sorry, you have a bit where your player is in the training ground and you can dribble the ball a bit and shoot at a goal, and um, it's so quick now you barely get you don't even get time to like shoot. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, your player could dribble the ball and, and have a couple of shots of the game. Yeah. Now you like just press the shot button. If you don't do it instantly, it's like the game's loaded, which is great. <laughs> but it's just weird that this loading screen is still still there, but you can't really do anything in it anymore. But this this mm. is I'd a big deal a though. Isn't it? This is a big deal though because it's FIFA has always been awful, like in terms of loading. Like it just to even start the game, it often takes like quite a long time to get everything up and running. Really. Yeah, it I, always used it, I to... never thought it was a massive problem. No, no, it's not a massive problem. But if you're playing it like every day, and it's like you, you know, when you start it up, it's like minutes to start rather than like seconds. It does make a huge difference, like how it is now. What are you playing on? What were you playing on? Uh, Play- I, was playing on I was playing on PlayStation, yeah, and it was still. Really? I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying okay. It's not like ten minutes to load, but it's still like minutes rather than it taking like seconds you know to like load like you know to go from starting the game from cold to actually being in a game that you're playing it's it's quite a long time and it because mostly because you had to go through so many menus as well to like get to whatever it was it was it was a bit irritating yeah well the the um yeah i mean the next gen stuff on ps5 seems a little bit different because it added dual sense stuff but everyone that (laughs) everyone that i've read that uses dual sense with that game has said i turned it off it was just, do you know what it does, Sean, right? Mm. So you've got the run buttons on the trigger. The more tired your player is, the harder that trigger is to pull. And people are saying it's just irritating. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to pull them. <laughs> I mean, you're already squeezing that trigger as hard as you can when you've got no energy left. Yeah. Like, you don't really want tension in that as well. <laughs> um, so I've heard people getting annoyed with that. Well, this is, um, this has been happening with like COD and stuff as well, right? Where any like seasoned players are just turning off all the cool controller stuff because well yeah it's just like it just makes you like it's interesting for a bit and it's cool but it actually just makes you a worse player after a bit and it's just yeah i can imagine anyone probably playing competitive on it but i think as like a casual or playing a single player not even for the casual playing a single player i think is the main thing isn't it Mm. it's fun with that but then i've also seen reports of the triggers breaking quite a bit now i don't know if that's overblown nonsense that you usually read around launch days Mm. i'm predicting it is because it hasn't been massively widespread but um and and of course there will be 40 units in initial shipments there always is and even you know going years down the line you there's still a chance that you might get a 40 batch of controllers or consoles or whatever and have to send it back and get it replaced or whatever but i mean it'd be interesting to keep keep your eye on seeing how these controllers hold up because at the end of the day when it comes to technology the more moving parts there is the more likely it is to break right that's just a fact um and because there's a lot of moving parts in these things uh that 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 could potentially be an issue but going back to fifa my word i cannot see a difference i don't I mean, I guess this is just a PR thing. The game's been dropped to like £25 now. So, I mean, I'm not suggesting that it's not selling. I'm certain it's sold record amounts or whatever. Um, but I, I was really surprised by how little it changed when I launched that game. You know, there's a few cutscenes. That's about it. Uh, John says that when you zoom into the players in replays and stuff, you do notice a huge graphical difference. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, how often are you going to be doing that? Yeah. I'd rather them sort of work on the crowds to make them look more realistic or have more going on around the pitch. Um, the instead, best was when John, we're all playing and John's like, oh, I think I saw my player move his sleeve on his, his uh, <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I think like, my yeah, player just sneezed. <laughs> it's like, there's lots of little details which you wouldn't ordinarily notice. And that's cool. But... Yeah, strange one. Strange one. No, but I mean, the, the, the loading being shorter is great. 
but that's the you know, real noticeable difference, I guess, f- for me they've, so far. But they've messed around with career mode quite a bit. That's some. Um, I mean, I, I, I say quite a bit, but they've just like added like extra layers of like complexity to it, and which not, okay, cool. Not in an entirely great way, but it's it's okay. I mean, I, I'm just happy that I can start playing it again. I've just started taking. Are you, fi- are you finding City. quick resume working on it? Uh, yes, it does work. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, been it's working been, okay. It's been really good for that, actually. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's actually, I, I'm finding it working a lot more these days. I downloaded Peggle and played Peggle <laughs> the other day. I don't know why. I think because I, I thought Charlie would really like it. Yeah, I played a Harry bit loved it as, as well. Kid. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but yeah, they've, they've got quick resume on that, and that works perfectly, And which is mad because that's a 360 game. Um and uh, they've put it back into um, Tetris Effect. Mm-hmm. It works on Tetris Effect now. So hopefully, because I love the feature, but it's just not been working from launch. Hopefully that starts to like work its way back in because it's so good to just flip between games like that. Um, so the fact that works with FIFA is a big plus. But uh, yeah, sorry, who, who are you taking control of? Bradford? I'm taking Bradford City to the Premier League. That's, that's my, okay. my, my plan this season. It's, uh, yeah, All it's, right. it's going well. So far, in fact, just before we recorded, I just hammered Tranmere six one. Sorry, Sean, it was uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Sean's furious now. Yeah. He's, oh, he's just dropped off the Discord. Got no words. He's he's left the show. No words. <laughs> what what difficulty setting do you play on? Uh, professional, not like on world class oh, or anything okay. like that. Just on no professional. Okay, okay, uh, that's fine. That's fine. No professionals. Right. Okay. Cool. Anything else, Matt? Uh, no, that's it. Cool, Sean. Hello. Uh, I've been playing more more Sea of Thieves because uh, it's fucking meant. I, <laughs> I really love it. I'm I'm so. Are surprised. you going for a campaign? What is it you're doing? Is it just online you're playing or what? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's 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 online whether you like it or not. Um, but yeah, there are these like what they call tall tales, which are like little campaigns. But obviously, they're still cooperative. You still need people to do them with. So, um, and as I was saying at the moment, it's basically just uh, me and Chris um, playing it. Um, so we're going to save those until we've got a larger crew. So no, we're still just like running missions and like, um, we've sort of got into the whole, there's like seasons and challenges and stuff, like a whole set of seasonal challenges. So we've been ticking loads of them off and getting cool weapons and stuff. Not that they're any, you know, statistically any different from the default ones. Although I am starting to appreciate that now because as Chris and I have, you know, played like a fair bit over the last couple of weeks, and you know we've got other friends who are now like considering joining us, and I've spoken to um, you know like so uh, Darren Gargett from Kane and Rince, for example. He used to play a ton of it, and he's he's keen to play again. And it's nice knowing that you can bring all those people together, and there's just no issue of like, oh well, who's got the best kit? Who's the highest level? Like, it's fine. It's just all about. There's a problem with Destiny, isn't it? It is. It is That's a bit. Thinking, yeah. It's going to, like, you know, so, like, yeah, so tomorrow, the, the you know, the next-gen patch for Destiny 2 drops, and it'll be very cool if you were to all start playing it, but you've got a couple of weeks before we can really do much together. I mean, we can do stuff together, but it, it'd be sort of a waste of time. For me, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. I mean, like, there's there's people saying, well, you could have a second character at the same level uh, or whatever. But the problem is, is that you'll be playing it thinking, oh, I could be doing this yeah. with my main character and getting new stuff. Exactly. Like, why, why am I? And it's yeah, you know, yeah, and, and, and that's not thing. having a go at Destiny. That's just a, you know, there, there are some different ways around game, it. But yeah, it's just a different type of game. Um, so uh, yeah, so although like you know, last week I was saying it's kind of weird knowing that you never really improve or your character never really improves in Sea of Thieves, but I sort of get it now. Um. So yeah, that that's been wonderful. Uh, I I did confirm. Have the, they the improved tutorial. the combat? Sorry, go on. 
Have they improved the combat? Yeah. No. Um the combat's oh, the okay. same. It's they've mixed it up a bit with so some of the like the PvE stuff I've been doing where you go in after like skeleton uh crews. Um so you like you'll you'll pull up to an island. Oh, so for one thing there's there's like NPC ships um dotted about and you can take them on and they're pretty good fun to fight. Um but then also yeah, you do these missions where you're just hunting, like you'll go to an island and there'll be a load of skeletons coming out of the ground and stuff. They've mixed up the the sort the types, right? So there's different types of skeletons, different strengths and weaknesses. Um, some will be carrying explosive barrels and shit like that. Um, so that stuff is quite fun to navigate. If you do the like, so the current season, you like doing these quests where again you're hunting skeletons, but they're like ghost ones. Um, and there's like a there's a little mechanic where you have you know you have your lantern you can hold it up and it it lights the area around you you can get like different colored lights for your lantern and then so you might have an encounter where there's like blue ghost skeletons and white ones so you need people with those colored lanterns to like hold them up and then that makes those skeletons vulnerable and stuff like that that's um, pretty cool. Yeah, it's the so, like so they haven't improved the combat in and of itself. They've just sort of put like added more stuff around it that just makes it a bit more interesting. Um and just like this the sheer numbers of skeletons you, you face off against sometimes. Um like makes it interesting. And there's like bosses and stuff as well now um that you do have to sort of consider in the same way as like a boss in Destiny, for example. Like they've got like a suite of attacks and you have to sort of figure out the tells for each one whether it's a bit of dialogue or an animation or whatever and figure out you know where you need to be what you need to be doing um so that stuff's all pretty good but yeah like the actual feel of the combat has not changed as far as i can tell it's not great and did you say you basically have to play with other people there's no real way to get get it on your own you can play it on your own it just like cuts you off from a lot of the more interesting stuff i think like like i know there are people who just play it on their own um and do very well out of it but they're like like people who stream it for a living and stuff right um so like i can play it on my own but i'll restrict myself to quite basic missions like oh just doing delivery runs or um you know a couple of treasure chests or whatever like i won't go right cool let's go on like a like you know so one of the the ghost skeleton ones that's like a chain of missions that you do together and then there's a boss at the end there's no way i could tackle one of those on my own so you need a friend to do that. I mean, you can always just join strangers. It's easy enough to do that, but I'd feel weird doing that. Um, yeah, I you love it. Just do it once and record it. I would be funny. Yeah, do it once it. and record it just to hear you talking to strangers <laughs> online and introducing <laughs> well, yourself. It. We so we were playing the other night and we we saw this this one boat just out in the middle of nowhere, um, and he was getting attacked by an NPC boat. Um, and we thought, ah, fuck it, let's go help him out. And as we as we approached, he started spamming like te- like the text uh, thing, just saying like, "I'm friendly, I'm friendly." And so and we're just and we're on voice comms, so we're just going, "It's all right, mate, we're here to help. Don't worry about it." <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we knew. He's like, no, Sean Bell killed him and stole his loot. <laughs> <loop. laughs> so yeah, and then we took out the ship, and then the guy was like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't have a microphone in." And we just ended up chatting with this guy for a bit, and it turned out he'd been playing the game for ages, so we were asking him all these stupid questions. Um, and then and that was it and then he sailed off and that, uh, that was quite nice um, but then after that we got griefed by a PvP crew so you know swings and roundabouts <laughs> did, you, did you look hey, you look at the boat and it's like there's like eight people on the boat and one of them is the guy that you just saved <laughs> <laughs> just like smiling just like pointing at you 
I'd love that. Um, so yeah, Sea of Thieves is great. It's proper good, and I'm really excited. So in, I think in a couple of days, the Christmas season drops, um, and I'm really excited about that and what that changed. I, mean, I know it's not going to like make it all snowy and stuff. It'll just be cool to do some like Christmas themed uh, activities, probably. Yep. Um, I'm excited. Uh, the only other game I've played um it's worth talking about is haven so this came out on game pass this week um you might it's been featured at a lot of you know over e3 there was about 20 different sort of indie showcases and stuff it was it seemed to be at most of those um it's the one with like the the young couple sort of gliding around on a alien planet holding hands um this ringing any bells look basically the whole thing looks like a daft punk video um no and it's and it was like everyone had been talking it up as like it's just th- like this really nice representation of like just a couple um living on this um planet together and just and they're already in love and it's like there's no sort of I don't know like you don't see that a lot in games right where it's just like yeah here's just like a functioning like uh, man and woman in a relationship and they're just sort of getting on and having kind of a nice time um Oh, I don't really like it though. It's like oh. <laughs> I was expecting that end. No, I know. I was I was really looking forward to this because um, you know I, I you know what I'm like I quite like sort of relatively peaceful, not particularly challenging narrative things. Um, and it's like yeah, you, yeah, you this this young couple living on this alien planet. You've kind of you basically like eloped together on this little spaceship, and you've crashed on this planet, and you're just living in the ship, and you're just exploring the planet, and um obviously it hints at like a wider plot it sort of suggests that you have like run away together and like you really don't want to be found so there's a bit of tension there um and it's yes yeah, so you're going out you i say sort of gliding around collecting resources occasionally fighting enemies um it looks and sounds wonderful like the soundtrack's incredible um and i was really bored playing it <laughs> wasn't um, wasn't this this was on like a switch wasn't this on switch as well like uh, as one of those like promo things i think they were like you know when they did a trailer thing for it possibly um it looked reasonably interesting no it did it does it does look reasonably interesting i'm just maybe it takes i mean i've put about three hours in and i feel like i'm still just sort of exploring the world around me and there's no real flow to it yet i'm it's still like you remember like when we were playing spirit pharaoh dave and you know it's like you're constantly being directed to the next thing and you're sort of thinking okay well after you know any time now this is gonna like the training wheels are gonna come off and it's just gonna be kind of it's gonna be like right now you get the general idea of the flow of it go off and do what you want but it never really does that's that's what haven's like um i feel like i'm still just being ordered around towards specific things instead of it just being like here's how you survive on this planet get on with it and occasionally interesting narrative stuff will pop up it's just a lot of hand-holding um and i don't uh, the combat is i mean it's fine again it's supposed to be quite sort of stripped down it's basically like jrpg sort of turn-based combat right so they're like you'll you know, an enemy will in the, you'll be sort of fly, flying around the world, and an enemy will touch you, and then it sort of cuts to like a fight where so there's like three enemies, um, and then yeah, you just you activating moves with your two characters, and then they take a certain amount of time to recharge, and and it's fine, but again, it's just not. I understand they've they've tried to make it 
simple, but it's a bit too simple. It's just you're just hitting the enemies repeatedly. Occasionally, there'll be a harder enemy where you have to hit with both characters at the same time to do a, a cool synchronized attack. But it's, I don't know, it just wasn't mixing it up enough for me. Um, and the the main problem with it is I just don't like the dialogue. Which, given that obviously so much of the game is is about the relationship between these two characters, I just didn't like either of them particularly. It's and, and don't get me wrong, like uh, just writing dialogue for a believable couple who are just like living on this abandoned planet together, like you know, like any any couple's sort of banter is not funny to anyone else, right? Because it's so based on your own shared like experiences and you know sort of bullshit phrases or jokes that you might have built up between you over time so i get that like this podcast. exactly <laughs> <laughs> so on the one hand it's it's kind of an impossible task but i just i don't know like i wasn't laughing at a single one of the jokes and stuff i i sort of got that sound like an itunes review at this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i just i didn't get any sense that they were particularly close um again <laughs> I thought you were talking about us yeah <laughs> there's one uh there's one joke that is like really awful um and I'm really surprised it made it into the game um where th- was it about semen it wasn't about well it's funny you should say that <laughs> I think they come into my head. it's funny you should say that Matt um I can't I can't remember exactly how it comes about but it's, they're talking about like the next steps in the, in the the plan right and I can't remember the characters names but the the woman's like right cool let's let's go and do this and the guy says oh well let's not push until the panties are down and he and and um, like and she sort of calls him on it she's like what did you just say and he's like oh you shouldn't push before the panties are down it's it's just a saying where where I grew up and it's kind of like, it? yeah, and it's like, well, that's really fucking gross, mate. You shouldn't say it. But she, like I say, she sort of calls him on it, sort of saying, oh, that's weird. But doesn't it doesn't really address that that's a really awful phrase to use. Um, So that, yeah, it's just little things like that. We're like, Is that related to pregnancy? How do you mean? What? Well, as in like pushing, don't push the baby I think out until... Probably don't try and deconstruct it. I think probably no, just no, on. I think you're being it. generous, Matt. I think it's pretty obvious what it means. <laughs> but mm. yeah. Um Yeah. So I was just like, wow, that so you know, it's sort of there are jokes in it that are not hugely funny. And then there's that where you're just like, that's that's pretty gross. Um Yeah. Uh, broadly speaking, not a fan. But the reviews are all really positive, so maybe I'm missing something. Um so I'm not going to say don't check it out. It's on Game Pass if you're intrigued, but I have not got on with it at all, unfortunately. But it's it's co-op as well, though, isn't it? Didn't you say? You can play it in co-op, yeah. Is that right. maybe, would it be better, do you think? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think the game's involved enough to, to warrant it, to be honest. Um, you don't just, there's not in, it's, I don't know, you don't do enough to be like, it's not like the idea of playing it in co-op. I'm not thinking, oh yeah, that'd be great because you could fly around separately and gather resources and, and fight for like well you have to fight enemies together you only just fly around gathering basically one type of resource pretty much there's there's plants and like basically there's food and then there's this stuff called rust which are just these red things on the ground that you you fly over and you pick them up and then you can upgrade the ship 
And that's the other thing. It makes a big point about the fact that, like, so your ship's broken. And they kind of go, like, oh, yeah, but then we can't really fly it again anyway because then the people we've run away from will be able to find us and catch us, so we don't want that. And then, seemingly, the objective is to fix the ship. And I don't really understand why. See, I was just looking at the promo for it, and it says here, um, to play solo or co-op with a special someone. So maybe that's what you're missing, Sean. You need to play it with a special someone. I really don't think New would be interested. (laughs) Do you know what? I I, this week I bought the uh, Fort Boyard game on the Nintendo Switch for two pound seventy, and I'd rather. I love that theme tune. I'd rather play that. It's good theme tune, isn't it? (laughs) I'd rather play that with New than this, to be honest. So there you go. Uh, Haven, Haven, it's got like a nine out of ten everywhere. So what do I know? (laughs) (laughs) okay cool um well i'll I'll go through mine very quickly um tetris 99 i've gone back to that and uh, as as i've said recently i've been playing a lot of tetris effect and i was thinking i'm really into tetris effect now did i get it wrong by saying tetris 99 was a better game and then i played tetris 99 and say nope i was absolutely right (laughs) (laughs) tetris 99 is still utterly incredible did you thrilling addictive did you play the event dave this this weekend this the Super Mario one. Yeah, yeah. Because there was yeah. Yeah, you... I, I assume I did. I assume I contributed to it. It said that I had a hundred out of a hundred in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so what what what's that event about then? Well, they do those like pretty regularly, where it's just it's basically just skins for the game. You know, you can after oh, you've yeah, done a I certain number, the, you I can... unlock that skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I unlock that skin, but yeah, I I mean, if you've not played it for a while, definitely jump on it again. Didn't get. I mean, my best finish was fifth which I was a bit disappointed with because I thought at least the amount I've played it this weekend, I should get a, a, a first place at some point, but did not happen. So uh, a shame, but yeah, that game is still utterly incredible and you still get games like instantly. There's no waiting about, you get straight into them. It's well good. Um, so played a bit of that. The, the only new game that I've played this week uh, is Unravel 2, the oh, yeah. EA slash indie game <laughs> about a couple of bits of wall or whatever it is um and i think we it was the, uh, the weekend and harry's self-isolating at the moment because his school's been um well the classroom there was covid outbreak um so he's totally fine by the way he's he, you know he's not a problem but he has to stay at home 24 7 for two weeks um and so it's at the weekend and I'm sitting there and I thought, oh, should we get into a game? Like, I want to get into a game. So I was looking at, of course, EA Play is now part of um, Game Pass. And I thought, oh, Unravel 2, let's give that a go. I played the first one for a few levels. Didn't find it particularly endearing. But I think as a co-op game, we might we might get into it. And to be fair, we have. It's We've been playing it, I think we're up to like level four or five. We're like three quarters of the way through it or something. And um, uh, it's gorgeous in places. Um, there's some really clever ideas. It's just so bloody dull. Like it's, there's, it's just dull. Like I don't know what it is about <laughs> it. It's just it, it also does this really weird thing where, you know, <laughs> this isn't fair to say, right? This isn't fair to say, but because it's linked to EA, like the opening mission. You're these Fred, and you're you're going through like this forest, and then you make it into a house, and the first thing you see is a child trying to slam the door on an adult that's chasing them down the hallway, and you have to kind of do something to make this light ping off of the adult that's trying to burst into the room, so they can slam the door shut, 
and like it conjures up, you know, abuse and yeah, yeah. all sorts. And you're just going, why? Why? You know, this because it's linked to EA, you kind of just like go, nah, which is not fair. <laughs> yeah. Which is not fair. It's yeah. just not fair. Uh-huh. Right, because the developer wants to say something or whatever, and if this was in just a normal indie game, I'm sure you'd look at it on the merit mm-hmm. that is presented to you. But but like here, yeah, I was kind of like, why have you done this? EA, <laughs> you know what I mean? FIFA creators, EA. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a bit. But thankfully, Harry didn't like sort of pick up on how serious some of the themes were in the background. But um, yeah, it was a bit shocking to see, I guess. But I don't know, we're, we're getting through it and there's moments where he's working out puzzles before I am and that's pretty cool and um, and we'll we'll finish it. I, I just can't say I'm particularly blown away by it. I think it's a, it's a little bit dull. So if you've got a six, seven-year-old that you just want to try a little co-op game with, uh, who can't look into the background of things, then, uh, then give that game a go, <laughs> I guess. Weird one. When did that come out? Last year? Yeah, I think it must have been, yeah. We'll never see an Unravel game. Another Unravel game from EA, I wouldn't have thought. No. I don't think we ever will. I think that's that that done now. Um and I'm I'm not gonna be uh I'm not gonna be too upset about it. Uh did anyone else play any of the Unravel games? I did. I played a bit. Um I played a bit of it with Rachel before, but yeah, she wasn't that interested in it really. What number two? Yeah, the second one, yeah. That's yeah, a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. It's a weird it's just a strange game. I don't know how it exists. And to some extent, why? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I don't know. They're a strange, they're in a strange place, EA, at the moment. I'd be fascinated to see what happens to them this gen. Like, are they going to reach out and try and do new things? Are they just going to sit back and rake in the money like we have seen them do? Like this year, their profits were insane. Are we just going to see that again next year? It's, I think uh, that's the safer bet, isn't it? It's not, not going to do very much. <laughs> No, no, certainly not at the start of the generation, that's for sure. Um, but that's been it for me, really, James. Um, I played a couple of things. I've been playing Sackboy. Um, I played a bit more of that. Um, I'm up to the third world now, and I was playing it with Rachel, but then we kind of stopped because I've noticed the, the problem with the game is it's very good. I am enjoying it. You got angry with her because she wasn't doing what you wanted her to do? Is that it? No, no. Almost she, guarantee. she got angry, mostly, because it's actually quite is difficult. Like after, after you get past the first world, the second and third ones are significantly more difficult than the first ones. And she was getting quite frustrated with it and kind of annoyed. And yeah, then she just was like, I don't want to play. And I was like, okay. And it's, it's one of those things where that's a shame. It's, it's strange because when, when like I saw you were playing like Mario Odyssey the other day and I just, it just reminded me of one of the things that that game does so well. And also Mario 3d world did as well was, you know, even when you make mistakes, it generally doesn't, you know, doesn't punish you too harshly. It's, you know, it's, you can, you know, try again. It's, it's quite, you know, it's quite easy to get back to where you were, that kind of thing. Whereas with Sackboy, it does feel quite like it punishes you quite hard. Like if you, if you make even like small mistakes, which when you're playing with like younger people is, is not great. You know, it's, it's not really a great way to go, you know, to play the yeah, game. Yeah, it's like two, two games in a Mario game, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There's the bit that you complete easily and just have a little bit of fun with. And then there's all the really heavy stuff at the end. So mm. the kids that are playing it can complete the game and feel like they've completed the game. And then the more seasoned gamers can go, right, let's get serious. Let's go down that walk pipe in the mushroom. <laughs> uh, 
um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, do that bit that was really hard. Let's do that. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's what the Lego games did really well as well, from Lego Star Wars onwards. So any, yeah, any, LEGO... anyone, anyone can see the credits, and then if you want to start getting into the sort of slightly puzzle-ish, you know, switching characters stuff, then you, you then go back and do that afterwards. Yeah, Good. yeah, but then the Lego games have inherently been a little bit more confusing than even the Mario games, yeah. right? Mario games are like, especially Odyssey, you can blitz through that game by basically doing nothing. Yeah. Because there's so many moons in each level that are really easy to get. And then it hides away the more difficult stuff that unlocks after you completed the game. So you're not going to stumble into an insanely hard challenge. Mm. Um, and even those, the majority of those are quite easy to get. There's only a few that are just like really, really difficult. But yeah, it's a shame that they've got that wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's with, because with Rachel out of the way, how are you finding it? Well, this is the thing because you see, without because with this also, you only you, you basically two hits and you're dead in this, and it's quite easy for things to go wrong. And the problem is, is that after you've lost like a couple of lives, it takes you right back, like you have to do the whole world right from the beginning again. And that is what's quite off putting because if you're very close to the end of something, and when I've been playing with her, you know, we got really close to the end like a couple of times, and then it's like, oh, now we've got to go all the way back to the beginning again. And it's like, it's not like 10 minutes or whatever, but it's still like five or six minutes or whatever of like having to go through it again. And she's just like, oh, I don't want to, I just can't be bothered. And that that's what I, like you said, like with Mario, it does a really good job of just letting you get to the end. You know, like if whatever your sort of the skill level, you've, you've got a chance that you can get there, but then you can go back and then you can, you know, find all the stuff if you want to. And like, you can, you know, play it in a more sort of complicated way. That's what I feel this doesn't do so well. But as you said, like having said that, I am quite enjoying it. It's still... As somebody who really enjoys platformers, this is a good platformer. It's it's fun to play. The the levels are very varied, and you know the all the stuff that you do in them is is pretty good. It's just a bit of a shame that I don't feel that the main thing, the main reason I bought this was to play this as a co op game, and I don't feel that it's very good for that actually. Um, that may That's change when they eventually release the online um sections because there are I think next early next year they're going to do it so you can play like online co op because there are some levels in the game that you can only do if you're playing with more than one person. Um, so you, oh, right. and so obviously you're going to have they're going to have to do that because otherwise you know people won't ever be able to finish it like completely. Mm. But I, I went from thinking, okay, I'm going to hundred percent this. I'm going to try and collect everything in this game to now feeling like uh, I don't know if I can be bothered because some of this is actually quite irritating. <laughs> it's, you know, but yeah. it's it's a shame. Um, but it does it still looks phenomenal and it's uh, yeah. But it's 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 fun to play and at least it uses the dual sense as well. Like some of the you yeah, know, I was going to ask about that. What what cool dual sense stuff have you seen it do? It's it's more just the feeling, and again the stuff that oh, okay. comes through the um through the uh you know, through the uh, speaker. It's not anything like particularly like it's not it's not as pronounced. I all that speaker stuff comes through on the PS4 version, right? Yeah, I think maybe I I mean I'd say the DualSense one's probably higher quality, like the speaker. So it sounds it definitely sounds a lot better. Um, I don't know because I'd have to compare them. Um, whether whether it's significantly um different or not. But it's it's really just again it's just it's not as pronounced as it is in Astrobot like the like the dual sense stuff but still nice it's like it's one of those things where it's like when you when you don't have it you don't notice it so much but then when it's there you're like oh yeah this this is nice yeah I, I like this a lot it feels feels great um, but yeah it's a shame that they maybe they could have done more with that but maybe they didn't um, well, maybe they didn't maybe yeah <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe, well I don't know I haven't finished the game yet so maybe there will be some amazing <laughs> yeah, stuff point. coming in the future we good never know. Point. Uh, the other thing I played this week is, you see, I've been looking for stuff to play that's short before Cyberpunk comes out, uh-huh. and so I've been like looking at like what is like 
five hours, what is six hours, you know, that kind of thing. And so I've played Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, um, over the oh, last yeah. week. Yeah. And, and you finished it? Yeah, I finished it. It's very, it's very yeah, short. I got, I, yeah, I played up to the end of the bit where you're driving about, I mm-hmm. think. And I didn't turn off because I wasn't enjoying it. I just think I moved on to something else. But I really enjoyed what I played. I yeah. mean, I love those characters anyway, but I really enjoyed what I played. It's brilliant. And it really is brilliant, and I'm, I can't believe I kind of put it off this long um, before playing it because it was significantly better than I thought it was going to be. That bit that you got to, I thought, was probably the weakest part of the game um, because it's they try and you know, like towards the end of um, Uncharted Four, they did a lot of that, like that sort of like you can explore yeah. around and everything, and it's like it kind of works, but I always prefer these games when they're a lot more directed as to like where where you're supposed to be going rather than just yeah trying for to, sure and 100%. and and they did that like a bit in this, but then they kind of don't bother anymore. And it's mostly it's not on rails, but it's like you know you know where you've got to go to, and it looks amazing. And I'm not sure if this is because it's benefited from being on the PS5 or not, but it just looks incredible, and it's really really stunning, like visually. But I mean, it's more Uncharted, but as with Mars Morales, because it's sort of you know it's much smaller. It's and with the characters are still like you know really very good, and uh, yeah, it's just great. It's just really really good. He's played four, right? How long did you say six hours. Yeah, it's very short. It's a very oh, short wow, game. Okay. Because it was only yeah, I mean, it's short wasn't game, it like yeah. fifteen quid when it came out, and it's currently it's twenty. On, I think was it twenty, 20 or twenty five? It's on sale yeah. for like seven quid at the moment. So I was eyeing it up as well. Will I? Because I've not played Uncharted four. Will I miss anything mm-hmm. if I don't play that first? Um, hmm, maybe a few things. I don't think so. Not from the stuff that I'd seen. Yeah, there's a few references, but it wasn't like. No, it's not heavy on the references, but stuff linked. that happened later in the game you you will have missed. But it's okay. not right, to the okay. point where it won't be a, where it be like what is going on. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I would definitely recommend playing it because it is okay. really good. Like okay. it's it's really good fun, and it made me realise it's like it's that kind of like I could do with more of these games. Actually, like they could they can keep making these. Like <laughs> it, you don't need. I mean, okay, Nathan Drake, fantastic character and everything, but these. These two were great. Like it was Chloe and Nadine were they're just a brilliant double act in this. It's I really enjoyed them. I thought it was brilliant. Cool. Yeah, short and cool. great. Yeah, very good. Right then. That's it, right? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Let's get right, on to the real to game. Around to my desk. <laughs> this is it. Get on to the biggest game. For those game of you of that week. don't know, and I mentioned it last week, so I'll be brief. Today we are picking each of us are picking four games to submit to our game of the year list, which we will battle out on the next podcast to decide what is the TCGS game of the year. Um, we are also picking one game each as a wild card, um, which you get to vote on. So you'll get to put, we, we all put um, a game forward to be voted on. You get to vote on it. The winner of that one replaces one of our 16 games that we've brought together. First thing. So we yeah, need to it replaces do, a game, but not from the person whose game it was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. This is complicated by saying it, but yeah. <laughs> if you vote, if you vote for my game, then all of my games are immune from being removed from the list. Um, if you vote for Matt's game and so on and so on. Uh, so let's just get to it, shall we? I'm feeling pretty nervous. I've got to oh, say, I, I feel fi- terrible. Got- <laughs> I feel pretty sick. Yeah, I, I am actually genuinely nervous. Right, okay, okay. So also, there's, there's like no debating whatsoever now. Yeah, about no, no, no reactions, choices. nothing. Yeah, no. What, no, no reactions? reactions? Come on. Well, no, there's bound to be reactions. Involuntary ones, maybe. Um, but, yeah. 
the first thing we need to do is pick the order in which we're allowed to do this. Yeah. So the way this is going to work, it's not a fair system. We <laughs> no, pick an order. We take it in turns to read our picks out. But this time, for the wild card, whoever was pulled out last gets to go first for their wild card. And whoever, you know, and it goes in reverse order for the wild card. But for the others, it doesn't. So number one pull out of the hat is James. Number two, Matt. Number three, if it's me last again, because I was last last year, I'll be furious. <laughs> oh, me. Okay. Oh, right, for fuck's sake. Sean, you're last. <gasps> right, okay. So I'm going to write these down as they're coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's James, Matt, David, Sean. And um, let's get cracking. James, what's your first game? Uh, my first game is Animal Crossing. Okay. Uh, Sean. Uh, fucking <laughs> Matt. <Yeah>, wow. <laughs> I've got the names in front of me, Matt. <laughs> me, yeah? Yeah. The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I'm going for Hades. Sean. Paradise Killer. Uh, James. Oh, this is annoying because... Okay, uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Matt. Half-Life Alex. Okay. Oh, God. Right, now I've got to check my list. (laughs) Um... What am I going for? I am going for... Ah, man. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What? Okay. I just realised that I've got three picks left. And you need four. I should be alright. Carrion. Damn you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sean. Uh, Cloudpunk. Sean doesn't have to worry because no one's picking his. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get one of mine. It's easy now. Sean. Once Hades James. and Paradise Killer are out of the way, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> James. Uh, Streets of Rage 4. Okay. Matt. Um... Final Fantasy mm. VII Remake. Okay. Uh, I'm then going to go for Fall Guys. Sean? Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Okay. Now your last pick, James. Astrobot. Which okay. one? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Came out two years ago, mate. Me and Astro's <laughs> playroom, actually. I think you'll find it's uh... Matt. <laughs> oh, well, that's annoying, James, because I was going to choose that. Sorry. No, someone had to. Um... I think James was robbed of, like, two of his, to be fair. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, that's annoying, isn't it? Hmm. You're just looking at a blank page now. 
the wild card's going to be even more difficult now. It's really tense. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's... Hmm. This is real difficult now. This is my fourth one, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, your last pick. Um... Okay. Also, if this is your first um, game of the year show with us, Matt milks this bit. He always has fun. He always will do. It's annoying. Go on. Only a. Come on, Matt. Black Mesa. Okay. Black Mesa. Okay. Did that go? Yeah, that did come out this year. Yeah. Okay. 50% 50% of your choices are Half-Life games. <laughs> um, it's been a good year. I'm going with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. And to complete the list of 16, Sean Bell. Super liminal. See, I wasn't sure if we could have that because I thought that had already come out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Deal with it next week. <laughs> So the 16 are Animal Crossing, The Last of Us 2, Hades, Paradise Killer, Miles Morales, Half-Life Alex, Carrion, Cloudpunk, Streets of Rage 4, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Fall Guys, Hyrule Warriors, Astrobot, Black Mesa, Tony Hawk's 1 and 2, and Superliminal. We get to the wild cards. <laughs> this is what you get to vote on. Um, <laughs> Keep your eye on Twitter. The vote, the poll goes out when, Matt? Uh, it'll be 12 p.m. this Wednesday. The plan is this podcast you're listening to right now. I got out a day early on Tuesday. So from 12 p.m. on Wednesday, the 9th or whatever Ninth. it is, the poll will go live twitter.com slash tcgsco. It'll be live for three days until 12 p.m. on Saturday when that closes, the winner of which will be uh, added to the Gotti show recording. Okay. And um, the, whoever you vote for, whoever's game you vote for, the rest of their games are immune from being taken out before the show starts. <laughs> Sean, what's your wild card? Hard lads. Okay. Um, my wild card is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, Matt. Um, <clears throat> um, Cyberpunk 2077. What? No. <laughs> Am I writing that down? I mean, I thought we'd all agreed it was exempt, but... Oh, okay, okay, fine. I mean, if it, if it ends up there, yeah, you can't on, choose it for next year. Yeah, that Matt. You're basically screwing the game over. But yeah. we all, yeah, but we also no. Hold on, we're in trouble now because we also said that any game can be on that list. We weren't going to question it. I mean, I mean, it's up to you, Matt. But it, if it doesn't win the wild card, I think I've got to write it down. I think I've got to write it down. Well, oh, no, I you mean, submitted I, it as a wild card. I said, I said that because oh, I wanted to see what your reaction was. You're having a laugh. What do you mean? Well, you've nominated it now, so that means that it can't be in next year's Game of the Year show. 
No, I just I, I, I wanted to. I, I thought you'd say no outright. That's why I thought I'd be cheeky. But but we can't because like we spoke about it last week that any game was being nominated. We're not even supposed to be talking now. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I won't have that because I, I, I won't do it for myself next year. What you do? What you do? Hell. I just thought, well, they won't let me have that, surely. Well, we don't we don't have to worry about um someone ruining the poll as being the <laughs> <laughs> what screws this is game of the year up now, do we? Um I I really don't have okay, I, I won't use that. I really don't have a f- another one, but I will go with Battle Toads. <laughs> um no. Oh um Stories Untold. Okay. Hang on, James. isn't that that's also yeah. Well, I came out this year on console. That's why I played it yeah, this year. Yeah, right, fair enough. James. Unless you want to check. No, um, well, I'm, I'm going <laughs> Go on. I'm going for oh, this is difficult because it's one or another, but I think I'm gonna go for Star Wars Squadrons. Okay. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I should have chosen that. Okay then. So you have to decide which makes our list. It's either Hard Lads for Sean, Ori and the Will of the Wisps for me, Stories Untold for Matt, and or Star Wars Squadrons for James. That poll goes live on Twitter Wednesday the 9th of December at 12pm. Get involved. Next. This is, I mean, I'm looking at that list. It's way better than I thought it would be. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you, there are some very, very good games on that list and it's going to be interesting for the Game of the Year show because I think for the first time, no, not for the first time actually, there's been other years like it where there hasn't been a, there's not a clear winner on there in my opinion. In fact, a lot of them I'm torn over as well if they go up against each other. Mm-hmm. Christ. I'm, I'm upset I didn't, I didn't really have a nailed on one for the wild card. I mean, I'd already, like, a lot of the ones I'd already played had gone. Uh, and also the ones I've chosen. I really was struggling at the end. It's but not I been the best been year, less games out this year that I've loved. Not, I mean, no, it's not been the best year for gaming. I think uh, I said previously, if I looked at my like completed games list, it's it's just under half what it was this time last year. I was um, tempted to put FIFA on there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking at one point FIFA. Because but... I've genuinely had some of the best nights of gaming that I've had all year on FIFA, but I just thought there's no point. There is no point trying to I was looking at like, I just Googled in like a hey, game's out in 2020. I was like, well, no, 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 <laughs> I didn't play it. No, it's like, it's just been a, I wouldn't say it's been a week year because we've had some absolute stunners, but I just, just less. It feels like less. But Yeah, it feels like less. Definitely. I, f- I feel bad that I didn't play Bug Snacks because maybe that should have been on the list, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bug Snacks. Damn. Yeah, I, I haven't that. played enough. That. No oh, Demon Souls um, as well. I, I'm really surprised one of you didn't choose Ghost of Tsushima. That was like this year. I, I was going oh, between yeah. that and Star Wars Squadrons. I wasn't sure which one to go for, but I don't know. It's okay. I'm not going to explain my reasoning. I'll do that when I talk about Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. But I will say, for a public vote, you chose the wrong one. Right. <laughs> let's let's get on to questions. Uh, God, I feel like <laughs> I'm, yeah, weird. I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm actually sweating. <laughs> I'm in the, it's horrible. I'm in limbo. I'm in limbo now. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. A few of my... Well, I mean, I, I, I think I know who's going to win a public vote. Hard so, lads. Hard we'll lads. Hard lads. Right, Joe in Seattle. <laughs> Speaking of hard lads, yes. Joe in Seattle says... Sorry, if you want to send us a question, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Joe in Seattle says, gentlemen... Well, no, don't do that now. 
Oh, don't yeah, do oh, that yeah, now. God, no, yeah, absolutely don't do we that. We're going to read it till we'll January. Just yeah, and they'll just wait a while. Yeah, yeah, no, but then if people <laughs> send them all over Christmas, we'll end up with about 40 questions when we come back. Yeah, yeah but there's yeah. no games out. Oh, I guess Cyberpunk. Exactly. It's only the biggest game to come That's out this right. year. <laughs> we, we, what we do with those emails is we treat them like Matt treats games from the last year. Just, <laughs> just bin them all. You know, <laughs> carry them over. Clean slate. Just a clean slate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, I want to do that because there's nothing on the slate this year. So... Joe in Seattle says, gentlemen, please speculate on how Siri from The Witcher 3 will show up in Cyberpunk 2077. They've got to do it, right? Video log, Easter egg, hidden quest, DLC. I'm so curious. Anyway, appreciate you dudes. Cheers, Joe. Um, do, you, do you guys know where this comes from? Yeah, it's from the book, yeah. Yeah, so in, a- in Witcher 3, because obviously she's, you know, she's the lady of space and time. It's Yeah, she. there's a bit of dialogue at some point, I think it's like an optional thing. It's not, you know, it's not mentioned in a main quest or anything. But she's just like, oh yeah, yeah we. Sorry, go. On. It's in one of the expansions, isn't it? As well, it's yes. not. I don't think it's in the main game. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. And she just, yeah, she just makes an offhand reference about like other worlds she's been to, and she talks about this one where like, yeah, she's like, oh, it's this city built of light or whatever, and, and it's yeah, clearly talking about cyberpunk, basically. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, so. It's weird. I hope it is just quite a brief thing. I think it would be a bit shit if there was like a whole quest where she's like, "Hi, I'm Siri from The Witcher. Oh, where? Why has no one got any sword?" Well, no, yeah, it would um, be if it was written like that. <laughs> um, I'd love it if it was written like that. I think if they could work that in and make it exciting, definitely. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I mean, like a simple video log, or you know, that'd be that'd be it, wouldn't it? Yeah, she doesn't have to mention she's a time traveler. No, I know. I think I just, I, I think I would rather it was a brief thing rather than like. Yeah, she's like a main character. I reckon Keanu Reeves takes his face off, like in Back to the Future 2, when Doc takes that skin off. (laughs) And then it's actually 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 her all along. That makes sense. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Yep, yep, yep. Mission Impossible, innit? Uh, Thomas Wadsworth says, Dear chaps, the video game's getting more and more popular every year and revenue for companies getting bigger. In what ways have you been happy for the rising gaming reaching more of the general public? And in what ways has it been a negative? For me, it was a bonus as I moved to a new country, brackets, Wales, hardly counts, and video games is a brilliant way of breaking the ice and made some new lifelong friends with it. Keep up the good work. I mean, I've, I think that's helped, hasn't it? Yeah, I feel like all the, the ways in which gaming has, has got worse has been from the kind of people who played gaming since day... Uh, played gaming? Played games since day one, and there's almost this weird resentment that more normal people <laughs> play that, games. Uh, sort of weird gatekeeping sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So if, they ha- if anything, I think it's just exposed the quote unquote hardcore. It's just often not being particularly nice people. Um, I mean, that's that's I think, a massive generalization, really cool obviously. For, but, you know. It's really cool for kids in school now because when yeah. I was at school and you played games, you were definitely a nerd and no one wanted to talk to you. Yeah. But now everyone plays games. Like we were playing, you go to school now, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't really know, but but like the stories that Harry tells me yeah. that everyone at his school plays FIFA. Yeah. And I mean a lot of them play Fortnite and we haven't let him play Fortnite yet, yeah. but a lot of them just play FIFA, right? Now when we were at school we were playing Pro Evo and we were getting laughed at. Yeah. Because not because it wasn't FIFA. <laughs> but because, Manchester but because Red it was fuck like, off, mate. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, I watch real football. What are you what are you playing football games for? That like, nerd, you know, yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool for them. That's That's got better now that it's been widely accepted. Um, also, I'm hoping, maybe I'm an idiot, but I'm hoping that parents are way more aware of it now. Yeah. You know, and there's not that 
you see less, you still see it, but you see less of that. Video games are disgraceful, you know. There's a lot less of that going on. But then on. do you worry it's, it might um, go too far the other way and like next week Harry will come home and say, oh, my mates are playing GTA Five, Dad. Uh, well, I know, because I'll just say, no, we ain't playing it. But the <laughs> problem is that that does nothing. That just means yeah. when they go around their mate's house, they play Exactly. And you don't, you don't want your kid I'll, to be I'll the cross that bridge when I come to it, Sean. Yeah, fair I enough. I will cross that bridge when I come to it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I've, what the negative side of it, I think it's more of a negative side of um, society and their reaction to social media, to be honest with you. You know... Mm. We've discussed it many, many times. I hate social media now, and it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. It's getting worse, yeah. and I'm, uh, I'm almost done. I nearly, ah, oh, I nearly put a tweet out. <laughs> I nearly put a tweet. Out. That's irony for you. I nearly put a tweet out the weekend, and I thought, Joe, I can't even be bothered. Um, what did he say? He said something like, "Hey, do you remember when the internet went massively mainstream, and it was only just like." <laughs> A little bit full of dicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a little bit full of complete arseholes. Um, they, those were good times, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but, but really, they weren't. There were still arseholes there, but it was just less of them. Uh, and they couldn't find each other as easily. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? It was the hashtag to click. For me, we the most positive thing is definitely bringing people together. Yeah. Since games like you know, since things like the Wii, Wii Sports, and things like Rock Band, and then just more modern online games today, like Among Us, yeah, and for sure, other stuff. Is, sh- but also just like imagine all the other stuff that's like connected with that. Like if you look at stuff like Twitch, you know, like what that mm. has done. I know there's also bad stuff with all of that, but there yeah. are communities as well that have grown up, like you know, around streaming and all that kind of thing. Which I think. They they must have been good for some people, you know. You know the fact that they have, you know, there is there is community they can engage with. Mm. Put it put it this way, right? And I think this is one of the most positive things, especially for this year. Obviously, think back to when you were thirteen and the games you were playing and how you were playing them, right? Imagine being in lockdown for three months when you were like thirteen, twelve, that sort of age. You you ain't getting together with your mates on Fortnite every every night and chatting. No, no way. That was not a possibility. Mm. You'd be on the phone for like ten minutes, maybe, yeah. <laughs> because that's all you were allowed before the uh, free hour was up. But but during that completely stressful and horrible time where you didn't see your mates, at, and and you got to remember that when you're thirteen, three months feels like a year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, it's an it doesn't go as quickly as it does for so, us. You know, I mean, um, like obviously your summer holidays, which is like what six weeks. That was an if that was a fucking yeah. eternity. That never ended. Yeah, no, it really <laughs> was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then they were able to turn their their consoles on, and so the advancements of technology and gaming and stuff gave an excuse to get together with your mates. And ironically, that's how I got into online gaming in a big way, really. Because I mean, I'd played online games before, but it wasn't until Xbox Live come out just as I was leaving college. So I was like. 17 18 something like that and um all my mates well most of my mates were going to the university across the country i knew i wasn't going to see him for a long time Mm. so one of our friends went why don't we all just get xbox live and then we just carry on gaming we can chat to each other Mm. and it was like okay so we all went to the the local game shop all bought the xbox live starter pack and then that's how we stayed in touch (laughs) it's such a huge thing man It was a huge thing. I mean, I've banned them all now. I've unfriended them all now. I met I met better people. It all turned out to be. But it was 
It was good for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all turned out to be unsavory characters as soon as you put them on the internet. Yeah, really. they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they all joined Gamergate. Fuck those guys, right? <laughs> um Right, Sam Hartford says, please help your friend and former guest settle a, a Twitter battle. Mr. Adam Capone has been trying to figure out the answer to a question nobody but him even bothered to pose. After spending 15 bucks on a now-rotting spaghetti squash, he wants to know why nobody complains about this, but everyone makes a big deal about the rising cost of games like Demon's Souls. He writes, <laughs> way more work went into making Demon's Souls than making six or so of these. <laughs> <laughs> When someone challenges him about this, he wonderfully explains it so. Oh, I think I am slowly getting it now. It's much easier to multiply millions of Dark Souls and instantly make them available to anyone in the world, but you can't clone spaghetti squashes. It's something along those lines. (laughs) (laughs) Please help explain the difference. I don't think I can explain it any better than that. Well, wonderful thought. I don't know what to say to yeah, that. Yeah, that's not really. Yeah, I mean, it te- is technically a question, but it just—it's it, its own perfect little uh, story, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, a stream of consciousness that's just been put there. I mean, I saw this. Like, I mostly just enjoy people trying to explain it. It was—it was quite good. <laughs> right. Uh... I think I'm slowly getting it now. <laughs> that's my favourite line. <laughs> I mean, I, I was quite impressed with spaghetti squash. I hadn't heard of that before. No, I wasn't familiar like, with no, it. I. But yeah. Uh, right, Richard Sawyer says, Dear TCGS, with the arrival on Game Pass of Dragon Quest Eleven, in which you can set all the characters to auto-fight, taking the monotony out of basic fights, probably not the first game you can do this on, but it is for me, what task that most would find enjoyable would you automate? You can't pretend that you enjoy vacuuming. Oh, levelling up, probably. Leveling up, especially in that Assassin's Creed game, it's oh, sure, surely weird he means like a real life thing. Yeah, I think he means. Yeah, he means that. Yeah, not in the oh, game. what? Okay, oh, boring, monotonous task. Taking a shower. Summer. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Do like, people really what? enjoy taking, taking a shower? shower? Okay, I think people do. Oh God, I yeah. love it. Yeah, how do you not yeah, enjoy yeah, a shower? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, shower's just something I have to do. To chore. Nah, man, I love that shit. Getting up in the morning, jumping straight in a really hot shower. Too hot, really. <laughs> and then just, yeah. yeah it's you know great. how, how some, it's some people like sincerely enjoy exercise? I'd ought to make the fuck yeah. out of that. <laughs> I would do the same. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Are you, are you yeah, always yeah, pressing <laughs> the then you wouldn't get all the endorphins. You'll just get the No, the I'm output. assuming that the idea is that you would still get all that stuff. You're just automating it, Matt. I don't know. Maybe it's not the same. No, I always remember it was uh, John tweeted once about um, he was talking about you know people who like put the telly on while they're on an exercise bike or whatever. And he and basically his point was just that like to him that's ruining two enjoyable activities. I remember reading mm. that and being like, right, people like healthy people are just fundamentally wired differently to me. <laughs> <laughs> because i just i don't i mean uh, i know it's it's that thing of like you break through that initial barrier and then it's like you know exercise isn't instantly horrible it's like there is like an enjoyable buzz out of it yeah absolutely and i've just yeah. i've always not, struggled not, to get there. i don't mind exercise it's not that it's horrible it's just boring like, i just often find it just boring yeah. you're gamify it that's why <laughs> that's the thing though is i have like i've done you know i've like we fit obviously and then ring fit and, and stuff and it's like 
those things like distract me from the fact that I don't fundamentally enjoy exercise for a bit. And then that's that's kind of it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I I love running, but the first few I hate. It's shite, yeah. No, and yeah, I really have to I mean, force yeah, it's, myself. It's just a case of breaking through breaking through that ceiling, isn't it? Yeah. And once you're through, like, yes, yeah, it's the best thing, and I feel amazing. And in days I don't do it, I feel rubbish, mm-hmm. and it's like a. But as soon as you break that cycle and yeah. don't do it for a bit, you're like, oh, I can't be bothered. See, the, with exercise, I've got no interest in running or going to the gym or anything like that. Mm. It's sports that I love, yeah. like squash. I went through years of playing squash and playing squash, squash. and then squash. playing playing football and stuff. Mm. Uh, I love all that stuff, but yeah, I've, I'm not a big exerciser. So I guess that's the answer because I can't think of anything else. The only other thing I can think of is taking the bins out, but no one enjoys that. <laughs> taking the bins out is rubbish, isn't it? It's, do you know, if so, it didn't fucking stink, I'd probably... Like, there is something therapeutic about just getting all the shit away from your house. Yeah, but it's there also... Is, but it, the only thing I about that is having to like put all your shoes on and all that kind of thing just for a journey <laughs> which is not going to be very far. It's just yeah, annoying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I just outside. Also, because you don't want to take the bins out, you overload the bin, yeah. which means it's a nightmare to get out of the bin. Yeah. You do that thing. I assume we all do that thing where we put our feet either side at the bottom of the bin. Yeah, of course. And have to I mean, pull as technique. hard as you can, <laughs> up, yeah. right, hoping that it doesn't split. And if it does, then you've got to get a bag over the lot and turn the whole bin upside down and shake it. <laughs> like James Farley getting a PS5 out of a box. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an absolute nightmare. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, nah, is it not editing this podcast, Matt? You've, you, your love for editing has gone out the window now, hasn't it? Um, no, no, I, I do I do enjoy it. It's just sometimes it can no, take a lot, long time. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Every time you make a mistake, you go, oh, I've just fucking got to edit a bit now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously... It's mostly because I'm like, I tend to try and do it on the night before and there's like a lot to do, but yeah. I, I mean, I've already made a lot of that as well. Um, I can't think of saying, if I enjoy it, I wouldn't want to automate it. That's the trouble. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's something that most people find enjoyable. It's not, not, you don't necessarily. Imagine if I read this out and someone was just like, ah, oh, shagging, mate. Get, get rid. <laughs> just automate that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Bizarre fault. You, you, when you get to this section of your show, you just you get dirty mind. Is that it, Sean? Is that just, where it just goes? Making my own fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what you call it, Maria. Ma- I, Maria don't know, I, I, I don't. I don't like this. Like this filth, Sean. That like every week now. <laughs> this is. I've always been like this, haven't I? No, Jesus this has got much worse. Your granddad, filthy. Someone, filthy someone Sean, once tweeted at Ant. Oh, was it? A, no, it was when. What was that question? Uh, that site where people could submit anonymous questions. What was Curious, it? Curiosity cat. Yeah. Curious. Or, yeah. Ask, that, or, ask that, FM. One of them. Or that one. Yeah. Anyway, that one I just, and then, and then yeah, everyone, yeah. <laughs> I always just remember someone asking Andy Hamilton if he was like disturbed about the amount that I talk about wanking on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, was it you asking the question though, Sean? Yeah, Andy, is this all right, mate? It's just, <laughs> this is too much. Also, can Sean tell me ten of his favourite wanking stories? I don't, I don't think I've got any wanking stories, to be honest. Certainly not ones that I'd share. Right, yeah, thank God for that. Let's um, move on. Mar- yes, yeah, so, uh, save up for the Patreon show. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> OnlyFans.com forward slash TCGS Co. Maria Rendietta says, uh, "Dear TCGS Coachman of the Apocalypse." Uh, mm. yeah. not so good borderline 
Uh, your love for racers and especially Forza okay. Horizon is contagious. However, after falling deep within a YouTube rabbit hole of physical racehorse simulators like the MK10, which boasts neck pressure and whipping sensors, I found myself wondering why horse racing games are not a thing in mainstream gaming. What would an open-world horse racing game entail, in your opinion, and what sim elements would you like to see in it? I mean, it's pretty bad open it world need to be game open as well. well. Just make it like a full <laughs> it's like just a, it's just a track, sports isn't it? sim, like a FIFA. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like you were about to watch a Grand National, but all of the racers arriving, like you know, down the road, and then they turn in. Like they do on open world. <laughs> yeah, games. but imagine like, like riding. <laughs> imagine, and I know it's not this simple. Imagine if they just copied and pasted the horses from Red Dead into GTA Online and got rid of the cars, and it was the same game, but just everyone's on horses, and that's how you do the races. You're just running around on a horse in town and being like, all right, let's go to this spot. We'll start a horse race. Oh, shit. Like a GTA instead of cars, horses, and an excellent plot point where you... (laughs) You you find out something about yourself and you try and redeem yourself throughout the whole game. That, that sounds, would be brilliant. That yeah, would be imagine great. A game like that. How would they replace the helicopters? Just, the edge of the horse just sort of two horses, two horses, and, and the tails just sort of spin two around. tied together. If I remember correctly, Sean, they did it with a with a hot air balloon. Oh, that's right, they did. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would like a FIFA style horse racing game where you work up to like you know well it's just what that's just by polo isn't it you want a polo game <laughs> no well, no I, I want to like train a, a horse you know get horse in stable do a training stuff you work up to sort of like you know the you know the the, the the gold cup and the grand national and all that sort of stuff and brilliant okay let's go what would you call it uh hoofer 21 <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah, when he was put on the spot, Sean, that's not yeah, too bad. Yeah, no, absolutely. Cover base shooter where everyone's horses, including the guns and the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Well, Sean, when you're saying about copying and pasting yeah. and then you went into like Red Dead, yeah. I thought you were going to say, yeah, copy and paste FIFA, Hori- uh, FIFA Horizon, <laughs> fucking hell, uh, Forza Horizon. Yeah. And then instead of going up to another car and tooting your horn, you just neigh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's that's what it'd begins. be like. Yeah, you'd just be like, yeah, just get your horse just like rears up and neighs at people. Then that's yeah. it. You're bombing it. Imagine that. Bombing it through Kendall. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that though, Sean. Yeah. A, a third person shooter game where you play as a horse and you duck and cover behind horses, uh-huh. chuck over little horse as a grenade that explodes, kills the horse. Literally everything. Is and then horses. you put, bring out a sniper horse. Yeah. yeah, I'd call it horsey horsey bang bang. <laughs> that's what I call it. <laughs> And it would be out on the Series X and the PS5, but not the Series S. Because it can't handle it. It's advanced horse physics. It can't, Series S no. can't handle it, can no, it? No, it's not got enough horsepower. Hey, I, go oh. on. I, I want that. Go on. Dave, I want that. Go on. but, um, but in the arcades, and you hold a horse and look through the horse's asshole, and it's called Silent Horse. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> see, not, see not, not everyone can do lewd uh, humour. It's You know, it takes a lot. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine lifting up the tail to look through. <laughs> yeah, you you rest it over your shoulder like 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 businessmen do when they're in you know it's windy and their tie goes over their shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is in this day and age, you'd have to have someone standing next to it and wiping down the horse's tail and asshole every <laughs> for every use. 
Nej, men... Ja, for, ja. <laughs> man, ja, man, ja man, jeg synes, det er også Face Silent Horse. <laughs> <laughs> James Farley, you got an answer. I have no interest in horses. Brilliant, here we go. <laughs> Do you hate horses, James? What's your problem with I horses? Pre- I prefer a motorbike. Of course he does. Edgy. James, are you wearing a leather jacket right now? Not right now, no. <laughs> are you punching a jukebox as we speak? I prefer a motorbike. Now we're calling him the... <laughs> Then we called him the news goblin during the news, but for the rest of the show, can we call him the hog? <laughs> Boss hog. Steady on, steady on. I mean, yeah. Lockdown's not being oh, kind. I thought you were going to say the Fonz goblin, but that works. James Farley only gets Cheers. off his motorbike when he falls in love or falls down dead. Uh, we're getting James, delirious. Let's go to the next Do you want one. a motorbike, James? Sorry, say that again. Would you like a motorbike? Definitely. Yes, Do you know right, anything but, about um, them? Jill says not allowed. Do you, yeah, dead. definitely not, Matt. You, I mean, you nearly killed yourself on an electric <laughs> skateboard. Yeah, I know, but like, I, I, I rid on like um, on, on like a scooter when I was in college. But I, you know, when I see like an amazing motorbike go down, the road, go down the road, I've done a motorway. I'm like, that must be amazing to like bombing down the road at 70, 80, I 80 guarantee tops, that 70 they're tops. screaming really loud <laughs> in that little helmet. <laughs> Just I'm out. Yeah, I mean, I will be dead within a week, but yeah, um, we'll be good. Before or after the Game of the Year show recording, because we could lose a couple of Half-Life uh, <laughs> games. Valve would be gutted. Why would you possibly want to do that? <laughs> James, do you know about motorbikes? No, not really. Like, is there one that you could... Right, okay, brilliant. No, I, just, right, I, I just want to recreate Days Gone, but without the zombies. It'd be good. It wasn't news. A couple, but like you had both the studio heads left, didn't they? Studio, uh, Sony Bend. It's a bit of a worry. Strange that didn't yeah. come up in the news section. Um, it didn't, no. Yeah. <laughs> right, this next one come. I think this is from Dead Pete, uh, Deadbeat Punk, but he's written his name as Dad ba- Dad's Bad Spunk Joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just greetings, you. I'm quite a talking point. Greetings, you shower. Of, it's really captured the nation's imagination, hasn't it? Uh, greetings, you shower really of podcasters. Has, yeah. Having recently finished Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I can't recommend highly enough. None of us have played it. Uh, however, there was a strange occurrence uh, with the English version of the game. When you target an enemy, there were meant to be indicators that inform you of an enemy's strengths and weaknesses. This was not present in the English version until a very recent patch. Now, having finished the game without this incredibly handy feature, a feature that would have immensely bolstered my enjoyment, no doubt, I have now taken the stance of considering my hampered playthrough to be the satisfactory way of playing the game. Everybody else is playing a diluted form of the product, robbing themselves of all challenge or truly conquering the game. (laughs) Have you ever played through a game and missed a key feature that you wish you'd known about from the beginning? Oh, we've done this one a few times, but we should readjust. We've not had it for a while, Mm, right? It's been a while, yeah. Because I always roll out my Fallout free story. <laughs> oh God! Where if you, yes, yeah, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> when I got all the way through Fallout Three, and on the very last enemy, I found out you could line up more than one shot with Vats. <laughs> so every single enemy in that game, I went into Vats, chose one part of the body to shoot activated it then went back into vats chose a part of the body again activated it instead of lining up four or five shots which is what you're supposed to do in that game uh and it, it was only by accident that i did it on the very last enemy in the game and when i played this whole thing and i didn't know that 
I could have cut my playtime down by about 40 hours. Ah. <laughs> so that was bad. Nice. That was, that was, that's my story. So I've I, done that kind of thing with upgrading characters. You know, like when you just don't bother for like ages and then yeah, suddenly yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, this is really easy now. You know, it's done that. Yeah, times. <laughs> yeah Mass Effect, I did that for ages. I think it was Mass Effect 2 where I just didn't upgrade the character. And I was like, why am I dying so easily? And it was like, you've got 8,000 upgrade points. <laughs> You're like, all right, okay, now I'm invincible. That's fine. <laughs> I was, um, you know, as, as I've now revealed, I've recently finished Paradise Killer. Um, there's a character in that who is basically like the hint system, and I only found her when I was about ten minutes away from finishing the game. So that was good. I mean, as it how, happened, how did you miss- didn't really need it. But it was just funny that I was like, oh, I see. This would have all been explained to me if I'd visited her sooner. Never mind. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, how did you manage to miss that? Uh, uh, honestly, no idea because I'm uh, that, like because I reached a, an area I hadn't been to, and straight away my couch starts going. Oh yeah, this is where such and such told me to go, and I was like, did she? I remember that. And yeah, it turns out it's like quite a crucial clue. And then yeah, and then you you meet this this character properly, who then like it, from all the dialogue choices I had available to me, it was very clear that I could have been checking in with her regularly if I was ever a bit stuck as to what to do next and she'd have helped me out. Um, whereas as it as it was, I just had like two pages worth of like dialogue choices which were like, and what should I do at this bit? And what should I do at this bit? And what should I do? But I'd already done it all. But it's fine. It's not the game's fault. It's my fault, really. But yeah. No one's blaming the game. No. Uh, <laughs> Matt? Um, I can't really think of an example where I've missed a key feature because I'm just so I know, bloody good at games. Because you always have a, a cheat sheet next year. Yeah. You can't miss a key feature. You oh, no, look it up on, and Matt, research the game before you play it. When you played Cadence of Hyrule, didn't you like not buy any upgrades for the entire game? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. But the, really often happens in those cases. Accidentally one-broke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is, way, this is much more enjoyable now. <laughs> But often in those things, I'm, I'm actually saving it because I think, oh, well, I might need that later, and then the game ends. But yeah, that one, I did kind of miss that feature. Okay. Uh, last one. Uh, Mitchy Mitch says, hey, guys, I've been gaming in one form or another for around 30 years. Over those years, uh, there have been certain technological advancements in gaming technology that have blown me away. First, I remember is a jump from 8-bit to 16-bit when we upgraded the family computer from a Specky to an Amiga. Those extra colors felt like witchcraft at the time. Other memorable uh, memorable jumps included the PS1, which was the first console I bought with my own money. We look at the PS1 now, and the games look pretty janky, but at the time, those 3D graphics felt revolutionary. Then there was the Xbox 360, which to me felt like a huge jump in graphical fidelity. It also gave me my first taste of proper online gaming. Since then, I can't say I've felt any particular technological jumps that have blown me away. That was until recently, when I acquired a Razer Kishi. Bear with me. I was sat in the dark, waiting for my two-year-old to drift off to sleep with my Kishi in hand. I fired up the Game Pass cloud and looked through the huge array of games that I could now stream to my phone and that I would otherwise have never got around to playing. I'm working my way through various indie titles that I would never have thought to play due to lack of time. Now I'm sat in the dark hoping my little girl will actually take a bit longer than usual to drift off to maximise my newfound gaming time, which with two young children has become somewhat limited recently. What are some of your memorable gaming advancements and what was your most recent piece of technology that felt truly futuristic gaming or otherwise? What's a Razer Kishi? That's the little it's the shell thing, isn't it, that you put on for your, like, your phone? Yeah, we were mentioning about three times. Oh, you put your phone on it. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll tell you what, um, I'm really with him on this 8-bit to 16-bit jump because I remember the first time I saw Sonic the Hedgehog on the Mega Drive and I was completely blown away because <laughs> I'd been playing the 8-bit version and it was just, it was the sound more than anything. Yeah. Just like suddenly it's all just like, it was incredible, like the the difference between those. That that was a big, yeah, that was a big, big thing. I think because I played a lot of Atari STE, the jump didn't seem that massive to me because you had very cartoony looking... It wasn't as fast, obviously, mm. but you had the. There were some good-looking games on that thing. Am I way off? Maybe I need to go back and look. <laughs> I think I think the most impressive jump for me was probably it was either going to the three hundred and sixty, where that's not necessarily down to the console itself, but going to HD gaming mm. was a big thing, um, or seeing the N sixty four for the first time. That felt like it arrived from space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say N64. <laughs> Even seeing something like Killer Instinct, it's like, this looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember... I remember just seeing Mario being played. <clears throat> I remember also um, the first time... I've talked about this before, but like the first time I played Half-Life, when that, to me, felt like that was one of the first games that had really... Like mastered like the scripting like yes. stuff yeah, that yeah, made yeah. it oh, god yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, made it that was feel massive like real as well and I just remember like yeah. fighting those marines and it feeling like well, I, I just was, remember like, they were everyone talking me. about well the first like ten minutes you just like going to a job yeah like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on a you're on a train for about three minutes just nothing's happening you're just <laughs> looking about because did any of you play the original Unreal yeah it was shite it was a mm-hmm. it was a cool graphics engine and they had to make a game for it. Um, and I remember one of the things being like, oh, the AI is so good that like, when, if an enemy's losing a fight, it'll run away from you. But it was fucking annoying because you'd just be like, well, I've just got to chase him now for ages. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, just running. That's fucking boring. Um, I remember, I remember um, seeing Barney in the train bit at Half-Life and then when they brought out, what was the I what was the, the dinosaur? Blue shift. I was like, yeah, sorry, no, no, yeah, blue no. shift, yeah, blue shift, blue shift, yeah. yeah. And then like the idea of, oh my god, that's the police guy from the first bit. Of that, oh my god, like all that stuff was just like mind blowing <laughs> to me. That was so cool. Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the coolest moments for me is just getting to play Halo Combat Evolve for the first time, mm. and oh, yeah, like the AI of fighting the enemies. It's like they're flanking us. They know. But it's like fighting real people. And it was it's just crazy. that whole thing of like, there'll be a bit where you shoot some guys and then you get in a car and you drive to the next bit and you shoot some more guys. And then in the middle of shooting the guys, you can get in the car again if you want. It does, it fucking whatever. It's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also the, the Halo multiplayer, was the way it dealt with multiplayer moment. was unreal as well at the time. Yeah, and playing co-op. And- yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Halo's unbelievable. Totally. I think also... And, um, sorry, Matt, go ahead. No, you go. No, I was going to say the, the other one that really... Um, I think impressed me like more than anything was was Grand Theft Auto Three when I first played that. Oh God, yeah. You know, just like you know, like the intro and all that kind of thing, and then realizing that I'm like, oh, I'm in a city that I can like fully kind of explore. And like now, you look back and you think, yeah, it looks <laughs> terrible. Blow up. But it's um, but at the time, it was I was really blown away by that. I thought it was incredible. Mm. I was one of my most memorable moments of seeing new things was. As I said, N64 earlier, but seeing Mario 64 or and getting to play it for the first time, it was in a, it was in game in Kingston. Oh no, um, no, in Guildford, sorry, in Guildford. And I remember, remember seeing the the demo unit and someone else was playing it. I was like, I can't believe really what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah, and I think at that point I probably must have seen like pictures in the official Nintendo magazine, 
But then it was actually out and getting to see it and then hold the controller and mm. it's like, wow, it's like this analog stick and yeah. See, that- the first time I saw it, I hadn't seen anything. And my mate just had an N64. I went up to his bedroom. We went, this is Mario 64, look at it. And I was like, oh, this is this is not real. This is not real what's happening now. This is this is like the bit that always like brings that so nostalgia did, did it back. turn out to be clock 3d <laughs> it was clock 3d yeah, yeah. he was a complete God, yeah. my friend um it was running around the flowers and then the thing popping up that always yeah. stuck with me for some reason and then when i tried it on the switch i was like oh. <laughs> this didn't bring me back it's such a shame um, and also i remember one of the reasons why i love banjo kazooie like straight away was going into a level, collecting things, coming out of that level, going back in, and they hadn't respawned. Like, I'd mm. still, like, they were gone because I collected them. I remember going, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that was, like, a big deal for me for some reason. The, uh, I always remember uh, it wasn't was. so much about the game. Um, it was Jet Force Gemini in the N64. Um I never played that, always wanted to. It's, yeah, I think it was uh, meant to be really good, but I just remember... So we used to rent our TVs. Do you remember that? We used to go to Martin Dawes, rent a telly. No. You never do that? Well, we never rentals. That. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. So you just pay like a small monthly fee. Um, my mum my and dad did it the other way, where they would buy a TV and then we would have that TV for about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> like... It's, it's, it was crazy, it the last. length of time. Yeah, it's a last like, a long time. On one occasion, my parents, I think, like genuinely accidentally rented one that had fucking surround sound, right? Um, and I, they got rid of it pretty quickly. I think they realised it was an error. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we set that up. But obviously, back <laughs> in... <laughs> Hold on. Well, like proper surround sound, like they were putting in the extra speakers again. I'm sure this. Well, no, because it just, it just turned be part up. Part of the TV, and like, and mum and dad were just like, "Oh, it's got these extra speakers. Like, what are they for?" And me and my brother, were like, "Oh my god, it's got fucking surround sound." And anyway, so, but like, because mum didn't want wires all over the living room, which is fair enough. Um, so we only set them up like occasionally, and then yeah, after about a month or two, they said, "Yeah, no, bin that. We'll get something else." But in that time, obviously, at this point in history. Actually, having anything that like actually outputs surround sound is pretty rare because all we had was telly and fucking VHS. So I got a mate to bring his N64 around and we played Jet Force Gemini. And I just remember like this opening area. It's just this like open sort of um, you know you're just on this planet and there's like a waterfall behind you. And I remember we just sat there just panning the camera around and listening to the <laughs> waterfall and go, oh my god, it's fucking real. <laughs> like, like we're really there <laughs> <laughs> oh is that a waterfall behind me no it's just my wall <laughs> turning round and going oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's disappointing if anything <laughs> uh, yeah I think that's one of my few big ones can't think of any others cool so that's it in, in terms right. of recent because I think the actual question was like what's your most recent mm. piece of technology can't really think of anything that feels truly really futuristic. I mean, obviously the dual sense controller mm. that felt really magical, mm. which is one of the few times in recent years where it felt okay. So it was really cool. I'd say the first time I used PSVR, definitely. I was going like, to say just, the oh god, yeah, VR is a good VR one. In general, yeah, VR in general, I very think good the, one. the Quest especially. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah PokerStars VR for me was kind of like. Oh my god! I'm just sitting with my mates having a laugh, <laughs> and it feels like they're next to me. Yeah, yeah that's weird. It's cool though. 
It's cool. It right, cool. are we done? No, it's cool. It's cool. We are done. That's the uh, last proper show of the year. Next week, we have our Game of the Year show. It's the big one. Should we, should we run through the list one more time? Yeah, go on. <sighs> yeah, let's do that. I've, I've, why does I feel nervous? <laughs> I, I feel really now, nervous like, as well. Of, you know, yeah, it's tense. It's, it's tense. annoying, isn't it? I've got uh, a script I've got to write. This is just... <laughs> so here it is. Here it is all. Oh, hello. You've had that script that. to write for the last two months, James. I can't write the script until I know what he's got, can I? Okay. Like, it doesn't work. Well, you could have written it months ago when the yeah, agreement yeah. was taking place. Yeah, then just replace the game, right, okay. game when the time came. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here are the games Animal Crossing, The Last of Us 2, Hades, Paradise Killer, Miles Morales, um, Half Life Alex, Carrion. Cloudpunk, Streets of Rage 4, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Fall Guys, Hyrule Warriors, uh, Astrobot, Black Mesa, Tony Hawk's 1 and 2, and Superliminal. The wild cards are Hard Lads, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Stories Untold, and Star Wars Squadrons. There we go. We will find out what will be. Any of those games could be Game of the Year. We'll find out which one it is. When's the Game of the Year show scheduled to go out, Matt? It'll be a week on Wednesday. A week on Wednesday. Look out for that. So Wednesday, um, 16th of December, it'll be out. Do you, do you want to do your socials, Matt? Yeah, well, let's go on. To, let's talk about the wild card. So just to, just to clarify, this pod, well, I'm listening to this, it should be Tuesday. Uh, and the poll will go live tomorrow, Wednesday, 9th of December, start 12pm. Good uh, to go to twitter.com slash tcgsco. It'll be there. Or go to tcgs.co slash vote and it'll link to the tweet. That's 12pm on Wednesday. The vote, the, the Twitter poll lasts until 12pm on Saturday. Once that's over, then we'll have a wildcard winner and we go from there. So, yeah, get over there and, and vote from, from Wednesday onwards. In terms of streams and stuff, uh, Friday, James is streaming A in isolation. Friday from 9. Are you still enjoying that, James? Uh, yes, mostly. <laughs> oh, what? What are you, are you? Is it not a good game, or are you just well, too scared? I, I, no, because I don't want to get into it because I'll, there's no point. It's just the the streaming options are not not great. No, oh god, go. yeah, yeah. What? what? No, let, let's get let's get into that. What, so, is it the Xbox, your internet, or what? What is every week? I don't know. What, I don't know p- what it, it. I'm pretty certain it's the Twitch app is is what the problem is because it just seems to have problems like this week. But what I don't happened, see. I don't have that problems when I, I know use you. It. Ne- you <laughs> Dave, you're doing that thing that people do. It's like if you if, whenever I complain about anything to do with the Xbox, you're just like, well, I don't have that problem. And it's like, yeah, but other people do. You know, this, this I don't know. When you were complaining about Quick Resume, I was saying that I had that problem. Yeah. In general, though, if I ever complain about anything to do with the Xbox, it's always something that's my fault. It's always a broken Xbox. It's always something else that's wrong. It it's never the fault, fact that it doesn't though, work it? properly. I mean, historically, it, it has fault, been a broken though. Xbox, but we can't use that. I don't know about that. <laughs> we it's, can't it's, use that it's, anymore. It's, so it's well, I don't I don't know what the cause is, but this time what was happening was every time that I started the stream up. I mean, at least this time the stream actually started. That was good, mm. but instead it was just a blank screen um, where you could hear me <laughs> but weird. couldn't see me. It was brilliant. So how did you I fix like it? The fact, I like the fact that every time James uses something, it doesn't work, and he hasn't worked out that the common denominator in that situation is him. <laughs> What are you talking about? What? Okay, oh, just, I don't. This, I know you're just trying to wind me up now, but it does really wind me up. This because every Friday, this is a real becoming 
it's really irritating. It's really stressful because I know like, I'm supposed to be starting out at nine. It never works. There's always something that goes wrong with it. It's just really irritating. And it's like I've never, ever had this problem with any other console, I mean, like, it, with I any, mean, streaming anything else. To be clear, you can just bin this off and like do something on the PS5 if you want. Surely. Well, I'd like yeah. to, but it's, it's just I am enjoying the game. Like okay. Alien Isolation is a good game, yeah. but I don't enjoy it enough to want to pay like to buy it again. You yeah. know, it's like it's it's annoying. Yeah, fair enough. But um, yeah, I mean, hopefully it will work. You know, next time. But um, it is a bit irritating, honestly. It's uh, yeah. No, no. It, well, it, shut I, mean, up, I, I, I get it. It's a stress, and it's just it, it's it's just a joke how it doesn't seem to work hundred percent every mm. time. See, it's nothing to do with stuff like upload speeds and all that because everything else works. Like it works. Like I can stream from anything else. I was even streaming. Like, don't you remember? Yeah, I you're used downloading, to... right? What do you mean? You were downloading when you were streaming, but what's your upload stream? Uh, upload, the upload um, is irrelevant. Speed. Like it's it's in the sense it's that not, it's you're no, no, it's, a lot it's of irrelevant data, in the sense that it always works with on, on other machines. Come on, Dave. I streamed using my mobile phone pointed at the screen. It was fine. Like that worked. <laughs> okay, you know, it's so it's, it's not to do with the internet. It's Plus, the, you know, I just was, find it weird. And if it was an internet speed thing, then you know, deleting the app and reinstalling it wouldn't change a thing. And that that's yeah. the fix, right? Yeah. yeah, it was so. well. I, I deleted it, reinstalled it. Mm. I restarted the Xbox about four times. Okay, and then eventually, eventually, it started working. It's yeah. just, it's not a good app. It's mm-hmm. that's the problem with this. And it's, you see, I don't think it's an Xbox problem. I think it's that app's problem. Is yeah. what is what the thing is. I think it's just a bad app. Like yeah. it's, it's. I mean, it's a bad app anyway. Even if you want to use it just to watch stuff, it's rubbish. It's just, yeah, it's just not good. Shame. Let's do go. All right. Yes, terrible. Anyway, uh, that, that James will be streaming from about twenty-four minutes past nine on Friday. Um, if you've got Amazon Prime, you've Possibly. got Twitch Prime Gaming, and with that, get one free sub a month. We've really appreciated all your subs all year round. But if you've got that free sub, please go over to our channel, Twitch.tv/tcgsco, and give us your free monthly sub. We're on Patreon, Patreon.com/tcgs for exclusive monthly podcasts, talksovers, and 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 the like. And it's tcgs.co, which is our website for everything else. I will also mention we've got Discord. There's a link to Discord on the website. And at the moment, they're doing like a listener's game of the year uh, thing. <laughs> so go over to our Discord, find a game of the year channel. Uh, we did well, a, they they did a game, game of the generation. generation one recently. Yeah, yeah. Same kind of thing, but for game of the year. Go over there, cast your vote, but it's all on Discord and the links to did Discord. Did the results of the, the game website. of the generation thing come out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll go and check. That. I mean, you can you can probably guess. I voted, yeah. but yeah, Zelda was yeah. it. Don't spoil it. Actually, <laughs> oh, right, okay, fine. Yeah, do spoil, spoil it. it. <laughs> that is fine. You didn't say cool. which Zelda. Yes, yeah, true. True. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Game of the year. Thanks for living it. I've never felt so tense. <laughs> am I going to be nervous for this all week? I think I am. I think I am too. Actually, this is a weird one. I've not felt like this after the draft before. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.